and we are live once again for another grapple fpl club gaming 40 interview i'm benno let me yellow flags going around the place sir folks but get a bit of effort about it, where it's coming from gremlins in the system andy jamesy how are we very good not doing that. <laughs> yeah we're all right, aren't we, Andy? Me and you are. Uh, we're the yellow flag ones. I'm full of cold. You're full of cold. This this time of year, nowhere. No, Mr. Stato, Chris Lene with us uh, this week. Unfortunately, he's uh, he's otherwise engaged. We tried to draft in a couple of super subs who uh, also couldn't make it. But last three men standard, Andy. We're still here. We're still all right. It's probably not cold, but we'll be okay. Well, we'll, we'll be fine. It's it's only a light cold. I keep telling myself as I got <laughs> on the way on the way home from work yesterday, going down an hill, all puddles to the side of us, and every bloody car coming past a four by four, ready to <laughs> bloody splash me. Where were you at the footy with Gareth? Were you at the weekend, or was it? There? Um, was it yeah, so t- Tuesday night, or in uh, Macclesfield, watching the mighty mighty Workington Workington against uh, Macclesfield. Uh, they got beat four <laughs> one. Uh, Macclesfield Macclesfield's now owned by uh, Robbie Savage of uh, oh, okay. TV pundit fame. He's put a lot mm. of money into the club, and you can tell they, they've got mm. like ex League One players playing up front from like Nick, Nicky Maynard, who played for Bristol City, and Neil mm. Danz, who was ex Crystal Palace. It's yeah, they're a, they're a class. Kind of by the way, up. yeah, yeah, class mm. above for like ninth tier football, mm. <laughs> ninth tier football. But no, it was an enjoyable evening. It was just pissed, absolutely pissed it down. So you know, didn't you have a good scram from there as well? I thought you saw you submitted to a to footy scram, which is one of the best accounts on Twitter. It's such a simple <laughs> thing, isn't it? It'd be like pie rolls and stuff, and then like one place will have like a, a full Indian. It's like yeah. it's the best. Yeah, I'm I'm off I'm off to the the uh, the main footy scram place this weekend, Avro FC, oh, which is um, oh, just oh. outside um, Oldham, like uh, South Chatterton. That's sort of like the one that gets all the numbers. They have all like salt and pepper chips, ultimate burgers, and it's pretty cheap as well. Yeah, you probably have change from a change from a twenty, and that's just including <laughs> entrance entrance fee, price of a pint, and some food. And you've got change left. What happened, couple, what happened to a cup of Bob Roll, James? That's what it was in my day. <laughs> I made up with me like, to keep you warm on like a cold like winter's night. You know, that's all you needed. That's it. It's getting crazy. Do you actually drink Barbara Benno? I will, you know, I'll have it, yeah. Um, I, I quite like it, but I think it's from being indoctrinated at young age, like going, yeah. like I used to go, my dad took me all the games when I was younger. I, I really, I probably should have appreciated it more, but like he'd take me pretty much every week and it'd be one of those long days out where like he'll drag you to the pub, like pubs that I'll go to now as well, but as a kid, they were like these dark, dingy places I just didn't want to be in, like along, um, along County Road by Goodison. Like stood there bored, like being like, like you get like a, a can of coke, maybe, and a packet of crisp while your dad's having a uh, having a good drink in the in the corner with his mates. But the one thing I'd look forward to is yeah, getting in the ground and I'd, I'd get a, I'd get a couple bobbles. So it might not be the taste; it might just be that you know that that thing that was like okay, once I've got my bobble, I'm in my seat and I can actually watch the game now, and I'm not getting bored by my dad's uh, mates in the pub. Maybe that's what it is. We we used to have a guy at um. When I used to live in Waterford, I used to go and watch them every at Waterford FC, or ba- back then they were known as Waterford United on a Friday night. And we had a guy who'd be at the matches called Rocket Man, and he'd um, he'd he'd have a portable Burko boiler on his back, and he'd come around to your seat. <laughs> and you, you, you'd give him two euro and get your cup of tea in your seat from him. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. brilliant. What a business. <laughs> 
because it used to be it used to be freezing in that stand as well. Like so, like I wouldn't even be a big tea drinker normally, but you'd you'd get your mm. cup of tea from Rocket Man at halftime. I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Just a nice hot cup of tea, nice hot coffee. Yeah, it's the warmth more than anything. Just something to hold. <laughs> yeah, that's all you want. Yeah, when I haven't been to Goodison in a good few years, but like when when it started getting upgraded, to like you know, like foot long hot dogs and things like that. Just, yeah. Game's gone. It's not the same. I want a, I want a scouse pie and a bobble. That's all. Uh, that's all I'm after. <laughs> but yeah, some it's of them do look crazy. Food. No, no prawns. That, that was when I posted on it. Uh, we did the uh, grapple on uh, on Monday, and I put in the uh, the show images of uh, Tony and Shot at the game, and I posted the uh, Twitter. And some American was like, "Oh, what do you think we would do eating at the game?" I bet you it was like caviar. Some of us no prawn sandwiches. That's exactly what Tony said. <laughs> as they got to experience the. Uh, the nil nil borrow draw with Evan. Orange Cassidy was there, wasn't he? And uh, Britt Baker. Britt Baker, yeah. I would say, I would say, with, with, with Britt Baker, I think it was Rolverto, uh, Nolte Sissels. Like, she was tweeting about some Penn State college football game in between the full and that. So it shows how much she were interested in what were <laughs> going on. I wonder how much he goes on about Fulham to all the rest. Spend the game on a phone, yeah. <laughs> I wonder, is, is he constantly talking to them all about it? Like, or is, is it just him and Pac? And who else? Maybe Miro might be into the football and a few more of the Europeans just kind of huddled around his mobile phone backstage watching Premier League matches and that kind of thing. <laughs> I wouldn't want to think of it. Like, they, they, it must, like, you must explain it to them, like, oh, it's the Premier League and we yeah. play Man City. And then, like, Orange Cassidy comes over and Craven Cottage is a nice place, but it's probably not what you imagine when you imagine, like, the top sports league. Like, no. think, like I can't imagine them uh, thinking much of it. When you think like even college football over there, like is played in massive, yeah. massive, like tens, like 80,000 seater stadiums, and then little, what's Craven Cottage, 20, 30 maybe? It's about 20 or 30, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it must be fairly quaint looking to them. Like they probably find it charming more than impressive, you know, that kind of a way. Good, oh, jo- good, jo- good job they didn't come over for an FA Cup game, say if it was like Fulham away at Rotherham or Rochdale. Fucking hell, good. Millwall. <laughs> Millwall away. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be oh. a shock to the system, I tell you. <laughs> did the Jags actually win? I don't even know. How did that go no, on Sunday? It was the no, they, got, they got beat by my team, the Denver Broncos, which is Oof. a miracle because the Broncos have like lost every game this season. Mm. Rough weekend then for the, <laughs> the car family. For the yeah. At some point, Shad's going to be like, yeah, what are you doing? Wasting your money on all these. And that's the other thing when, when, they're, when they're on screen, I'm pretty sure. I was watching like a US feed. Shad Khan got like the name on the banner treatments. Tony Khan, it was just like, who's this bloke? It's just he was the bloke <laughs> next to him, sat there looking miserable in the stands. Doesn't count. Doesn't Do you reckon he plays out. FPL, Tony? Oh, you'd think he would. He's a numbers I man, think isn't he? he? Like, the numbers and the stats and the I, maybe he doesn't have time to play FPL or he probably shouldn't be playing mm-hmm. FPL. He plays real life FPL, but I, I'd say that'd be him. You have to get a question in there, Benno, when you're over at the, mm-hmm. at the next uh, AEW set of shows now. <laughs> If you get yourself a media pass, you need to try and sneak in a question about Mitrovic in the FPL. Should I hold him over the World Cup? <laughs> I'll, get, I'll work my way in. I've already, like, the AW have got, like, their media reps. Like, um, at first, I could tell he just really didn't like me because, like, Steph was at, like, this hotel thing, like, interviewing, like, Big Show and Tony Storm in, like, this, in this quiet hotel room. And I just tagged along and you could tell he was like, Who's this fucker? And then he started like he started talking to me, the media bloke, and he was like, "Oh, it just came up that he was a Chelsea fan." I was like, 
There's my in. An American <laughs> who likes Chelsea. I can. T- I know the names of the players from playing FPL. I can have a good chat with them. So we're best mates now. I think that's literally why I've got a media access. So I'm gonna gonna keep that going. Yeah, try and work on a. Uh, on Tony, bring up uh, Mitro and how good he is. Try and find out if yeah, he's got him in his, uh, his FPL team. But I think that's just Tony Khan's life in general, isn't it? It's one big EWR slash football manager game anyway. So <laughs> it's all the same business, I think. Uh, but yeah, Connor asks actually, me and JP didn't talk about it on the on Spotlight on Monday, that Italian 90 documentary. I thought it was launching next week. So yeah, we went head to head with it, idiots. Um, but have you guys watched it yet? Yeah, I, I seen it um, last night. So the first episode were mainly about uh, hooliganism, hooliganism, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it was based around like the night. Well, the nineteen eighties, obviously, and Margaret Thatcher being in charge. I'm like, bloody hell, this could end up like bloody twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three in the UK with riots <laughs> and, uh, and what was going on. But um, just mm-hmm. going through, like, uh, I think it was the Millwall riots. Which that that seemed a, uh, was it when they went? I think they went to like Luton Town. Luton, like yeah. everyone from like the south southwest of London had congregated at this uh, football stadium. Like I think there were like Chelsea mm. fans, Spurs fans. Like, every bugger had turned up just for a scrap. Um, and then it was showing the um, well, the first game in in the World Cup, which is. Um, England and the Republic of Ireland, obviously, like tensions and everything. We've mm. we've we've all gone on away from football, but uh, yeah, no, it's 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 really good to watch. The it's funny the obvious one with England and Republic of Ireland, the one like a few years later where it all all kicks off. James, in yeah, ninety five, that was yeah, Lansdowne Road, yeah. yeah, and then they they banned they banned us from playing them then for years after that, yeah. But um, yeah, that was, I really enjoyed it, I have to say. It, it wasn't what I expected. I just thought it was going to be about the actual World Cup itself. But like, Jesus, it was very wide ranging, like between the hooliganism and the, the Irish-English rivalry. Like they covered in the space of an hour, they covered an awful lot of ground, didn't they? I thought they cut off a, a, a bit at the end because it just come out like the t- like a couple of the hooligans were there as undercover coppers. <laughs> that was a big plot <laughs> twist, wasn't it? Because they had they, they had paint. There was a guy, a United fan, and then there was a who was the other one, Andy? It was a different club I think again. It was the it? Um, the main Millwall guy. Yeah, and then this big twist. Actually, I'm a cop, and it isn't my name. Isn't Jerry something? It's Jerry something else. It was like fucking hell. Where did that come from? They're trying to do a lot with it. Like, wow. I don't know, are they nearly covering too much ground? Because it's like, how much of it was actually about the World Cup? In the end, you know what I mean? Like, very little, you know. Really? But it showed some, like, um, shots today of um, of that big stadium in Sardinia. And it just mm. looks like a, a wasteland now. Yeah, it's abandoned, yeah. That, ha- that happens so often with World Cups and European Championships that they, they build stadiums or do them up mm. and then they just get left. I, I think like that Brazil, happened. Brazil, isn't it? I mean, yeah, Brazil, yeah. Spent a fortune, and then nobody's using them anymore because they're too big for for local teams to use. Almost mm. in that kind of a way. But um, definitely, if, if people haven't seen it, really good. Like, mm. and for oh, me, that that 1990 World Cup, like that's the first World Cup. I kind of remember the European Championships in '88, but 1990. Then I was properly into. Like, I, I would have been nine years of age. First time Ireland had ever been in the World Cup, so the country just went fucking mental anyway about it. Like, but so I'm very fond. Remember, like, it's a terrible World Cup from a football point of view when you read back the articles about it and read stories and books about it. Like, but as a nine year old sitting at home, 
glue to it, like the magic of I didn't care about match quality. You know, I, like, I think wasn't that the last time they had passed, I think the pass back rule was changed specifically oh, because oh, yeah. of, because of that mm-hmm. because the games were so drab and everybody was playing for nil all. They're just passing the ball around the defense and back to the keeper, and they said, "Oh, well, we have to change the rule now." So it basically it was such a bad World Cup that it changed football. But to me, as a nine-year-old, I didn't care. I was yeah. glued, glued to every match. Had my sticker album out. Had my wall chart on the wall. It was just pure magic for me. Like you know, it's it's the same with wrestling, isn't it? It's the the wrestling you grew up with. You're gonna have a nostalgia for. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like everyone exactly. can tell. Yeah, logistically, it was bad, but you'll still love it. You know, I'm like that mm. with uh, some late night WCW. But like, ever yeah, me, like 90, 90, I would have been six. So I would have been just about old enough to kind of know what was going on. But I don't have a huge memory of it. The, the nostalgia I've got for it is just living in it afterwards. You know, the, the the clips and kind of growing up with it all. It's a bit. I always describe Oasis like that. It's like I wasn't into them at the time, but like there's something about that time period that I'm nostalgic for, and it's yeah, kind of yeah. over my life I've become a fan just because of that. And I think that it's kind of the same there, where it's like you can't. It's just such a big part of our pop culture for people around our age that like yeah you can't help but look back at it with rose and spectacle mm. so yeah i'm dying to watch it like it'll be a big one they need to do that they do that maybe do your own 96 steps just go through to all the uh, all the big tournaments yeah, I, think they, I, think they, I think they have I'll done a 96 one sort of on like uh, itv but th- it's always the case with any world cup or major tournament cup coming up it's always repeats of 66 world cup final 90 mm. and 96 yeah, yeah. favorite yeah. the three yeah. you know st- <laughs> I, the iwc moments for english football <laughs> as uh, mm. matty edwards would say uh, but um mm. Yeah, you, you as Lindsay says in the chat, like I'm, I'm with him. Like Italian '94, right. absolutely. Like that was it. it because it was, it was America, wasn't it? So it was big, yeah. and it, I remember having the wall chart and stuff. I was just at the right age then. Yeah, so yeah. You, you go '94, where all the kickoffs were like they were quite late at night. So like talking from anywhere from eight o'clock till two in the morning. The big Diana Ross penalty miss as well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it didn't even yeah. reach the goal line, did it? Yeah, <laughs> that and uh, Maradona caught up to the nines, oh, weren't yeah. it? Going up to the camera, mm. shaking the camera, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you should, you should have let him play ball. on, he was brilliant. He was brilliant for those three games. <laughs> Again, another wrestler like an 80s wrestler. The better on the coach, just let them, just let them be. Just let, let Maradona be Maradona. Let Gaza be Gaza. You know, not a little bad of it. It'll, it'll all work out at the end. <laughs> oh, but yeah, like that, that. It does, like, that's what the World Cup's going to be like coming up, isn't it? It's going to be all hours, isn't it? The game's it's going to be morning games, night games, mm. evening games. It's just going to be right through the day. So, yeah. There'll be little kids out there. It'll be days you know, away. I I didn't realize that, that, like, do you know, do you know, usually Mm. for a World Cup, they'll go to a camp and they'll have two or three weeks together, like, to train and to get their formations. There's literally a Premier League game one weekend and then the opening game is the fall. There's literally a week. It's fucking mental. Like, there's there's no no wonder Foden can't be asked anymore. (laughs) 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 Carabao Cup as well. On the Wednesday, yeah. yeah. The yeah. Wednesday before it, yeah. So, like, it's... Because yeah. ah, gen- generally with the with the World Cup and uh, Euro Championships, there's, like, a friendly before yeah. the actual tournament. Few, yeah. yeah. I think England have played, like, Jamaica or something like mm-hmm. that, beating, like, 6-0. Have the great farewell at Old Trafford yeah. and then yeah. promptly do shit in the tournament. 
<laughs> maybe it'll be better. Maybe they'll be better off without any trade and just go. But like, it's there's going to be some serious winging it. Like, like there's there's no room here for like tactics even or or having a chance to like the team will literally have to train on the pitch during their matches. Like, because there's no time to do anything. Like, it's just madness. It, it might prove a point. Like, literally, like the the leagues are so important. Our Premier League and that. You know, all these all these international breaks we have to play friendlies. Ah, fuck it, just do the tournaments. Yeah. Let's just do okay. it. Look. Get out in the pitch <laughs> and off you go. <laughs> Straight off the airplane onto the pitch. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's not there's nothing like a horrible international, especially when like you're getting a bit of momentum in FPL or like things oh, like that. And it's just yeah. you look like oh, for fuck's sake, it's a blank week this week. Yeah, do away with them. That should be the uh, the lesson of uh, of this World Cup. But I suppose we should get into the uh, the FPL. So I was going to say there's only three of us this week. Watch us go three hours. Um, no, uh, <laughs> JP, you're filling. You're Mr. Stato this week. You're uh, you're in a this week. So You'll be well, I'll try. I'll try. I, I can't <laughs> promise to be. I, I've taken screenshots. That's about as good as I can do. But yeah, we'll do our best. We'll do our <laughs> best to do. fill in for the great man. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll hopefully. I'll, I'll be back next week. Might have a couple of uh, fun guests uh, next week that I'll uh, I'll mention uh, in a bit. But yeah, let's have a little look at the uh, the contributors league. I mean, I can't help but notice Chris has a red arrow when he's eleventh. I mean, look at that. Why he's not here today? Just just throwing it up there for it. <laughs> Jamesy once again, no red arrow for you. Made seventy points. Um, for the game week, very very strong game. We catch up to each other in forty eight. I think I looked at one point. You were top eighty thousandth in the world. I don't, don't know if you're quite up there still, but you're uh, you're in the mix, mate. You're having a, a cracking start to the season. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a good week. I, I'd had three or four. Do you know those weeks where you're you're not doing badly, but you're not doing well. You, you just feel like you're you're kind of running like a hamster running on a wheel and you're, 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 it's so hard. Like I, I look back at my points there for the last three or four weeks before this week and I had no returns from any midfielder for the last three weeks. So like 12 players in total and just just nothing coming from the midfield. But between one thing and another, between Foden being a troll, Zaha being himself, Salah being crap, Martinelli had a few quiet weeks. It was just like, God, like they couldn't get the points going. So, um, yeah, it was a good good week now this week, I have to say. 70 points, very happy with that. Um, I can run through it there for the benefit of the listeners. So, um, Guaita in goal, um, delighted with him. Like that was a nine-pointer from, from, from a goalkeeper, which is brilliant. I think he got two bonus points. I think he made four saves or something like that. Um and like I, I've I've been a bit skeptical about him, and as as Andy said before a couple of weeks ago, when you watch him play, mm. he's not the greatest goalkeeper in the world, and he he causes panic in his defence sometimes when he's dealing with back passes. But so, I was look I was looking at his points total. Like I brought him in, like this is game week fourteen. I brought him in on my wild card in nine, and I was looking at the I was trying to figure out how good a pick he had been. So I was adding up the points totals for all the goalkeepers in the game from 9 to 14 and there's only three goalkeepers who have had more points than him in the time I've had him which is pretty good now and most of his points have come from two games there was like an 11 pointer one week and a 9 pointer another week and then the other weeks he's had twos and threes and ones and that kind of thing Like, but for a 4.5 million goalkeeper from a team like Palace I'm pretty happy with him to be honest oh, I think that's, that's, that's a grand return I'll keep him till the World Cup I'll probably let him go then on the wild card but as we've said all season, there is no outstanding goalkeeper option in the game at the moment, really. Sure, there's not like there's there's no one you kind of look at and go, God, I'd love to have him. Maybe Kepa for a while there was looking like it, but he's injured now as well. So yeah, it's, it's so yeah, as I said, very happy with him. He was purely a fixture based signing. 
It was like at the, that time when we were all looking at the goalies, like when everyone was in that that dilemma of when when Ward wasn't any good, Ward and Iverson, and it was like, yeah. well, actually, who do you get? There was no one, and yeah, mm-hmm. everyone's got. I went Poe, people went to, went to, people went Pickford. That one's worked out, but great. So you probably can't, yeah, like you say, you can't ask for more, can you? He's quite effective. One of the only few who has more is Ward <laughs> sitting on sitting on my bench. Ironically <laughs> enough, <laughs> if I just plumped for him, we would have been flying. Like, unfortunately, oh. what can you do? Um, and then moving on to the back three, uh, Ben White, I brought in mm-hmm. as a transfer. I sold uh, Guayhi for him. Now, if I kept Guayhi, I would have got six points from him as well. But I think I'm probably better set up for the next two weeks with White in the team. Um, mm-hmm. That was a clean sheet against Knott's Forest, which was great. Uh, mm-hmm. Cancelo, six pointer from him. You know his his points. Everyone has Cancelo, so his points aren't necessarily going to do an awful lot for you. But he just keeps ticking away. Trippier, the, the man, the man himself again. As I said, I my MVP yeah, of the yeah. season so far. Clean sheet, assist. Just, just. I, th- I think he's now the highest scoring defender in the game. I think I looked there earlier, which is amazing yeah, for a Newcastle right. defender. You know, so. Yeah, just if it's not an assist he gets in a game week, it's a clean sheet. It's a bonus point in a clean sheet. You know, it's it's never even a six. It's always a seven, an eight, a nine, eleven. This week is high, his best week so far. Just new, when we get to talk about Andy's team, we'll talk about Newcastle how solid they are, and I'd say that was the most <laughs> yeah. ce- celebrated clean sheet of the week, Andy. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I'd say you, coming into injury time, you were. I'd say you were refreshing your live score up there when it came into injury time in that game. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. You <laughs> um, did well. Yeah, great call, yeah, I have to say. Um, and then onto the midfield, Ooh. Zaha. We we curse him every week. There he is again with his two-pointer. Um, he's got to go, James, surely. He's got to go. He's, he's got to go, but uh, it, it's the same thing I say about him every week. His fixtures are good, and I may have... Other problems that I have to know that uh, there might be, in, yeah. you know, so if he survives, it's because I had bigger problems elsewhere. I, I would love to sell him. There's, there's plenty of options. James, it, well, I yeah. think there was that picture of how many like touches he had in the box or how many shots he'd had one shot in 90 yeah. minutes. Yeah, Crap. It's, it's, it's bizarre. <laughs> it's bizarre. And you know what will happen? Like, uh, he, he'll, he'll play against a big team and the cameras will be on him. And he'll score twice. I think he's he's just one of these players. He only gets himself up for the big games. Lesson learned, lads. If I'm here in game week 23 and there's a double game week, a Palace of two nights, if you see me talking about Zaha, tell me no. Tell me walk away from the computer. It's just, it's, it's, I've, I've been burned. What it is as well. It's just we look at him and he's the, you know, known FPL asset. You know, it's like he's the name we all know. So it's like, yeah. oh, we'll we'll go with him. You know, it's it's memories of like FPL game weeks past, wasn't it? The the convince you of it. Is that a you seen that FPL Zaha account on, on Twitter? Like the one account left who's still there, <laughs> based on the name, very high on Zaha. But we all everyone made that mistake. And, um, yeah, it's one of them. The fixtures look good. Traditionally, he's a good player. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. one of them, isn't it? It is, and as we say, just just such a miserable experience to watch him and to watch him playing in games. And he he, he just he, he just clearly does not want to be at Crystal Palace, but also can't get out of there. So he's just kind of stuck. He's like a guy who's stuck in a job that he doesn't like, but can't get a job anywhere else. So he just kind of comes in, phones it in every week. Every now and again, he does something just so his boss sees it and goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, he's really good. I keep him on." And then fucking. <laughs> Goes back to sleep at his cycle. goes back to sleep at his desk then for the next three weeks, yeah. kind of yeah. 
George Zahara's title sorted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then we're talking about trolls, Phil fucking Foden. Oh my oh god. My god. Uh, sec- is, is there something going on there, guys? Is there, like, has has he That's fallen out with Pep? Because, like, if if you look at his minutes up until everyone bought him, literally up to game week eleven, started every yep. game. And, like, the thing with him was, uh, in the last two or three seasons, I always stayed away from Foden because he would. this would happen. He, he would play one, he'd be out, he'd be in, he'd be out. He'd play the Champions League game. But, like, we all thought, based on his minutes so far, he was nailed. 90 minutes. And then the last two game weeks, he's, he's played. And, and, like, the worst thing is he's played, like, the, the Champions League game that they just had during the week was utterly meaningless. Like, like City yeah. had... It wasn't even to win the group. Like they had won the group, they had qualified. You know, some clubs go hard in those games because you get a few million for getting more points in the Champions League. Like City don't need an extra million for winning a game, and that you know, like there's just no good reason for it, really. So he's playing him in that game, and how confident are we? He's going to play next week at the weekend. Like you know, it's the same thing. And he played the full ninety. Like he played Grealish in that game during the week, but took him off after sixty minutes. He played. A couple, all the other senior players who played were taken off after an hour, and he's left on for the full ninety. So it's like, is this going to happen to us again at the weekend? You know, I really don't he's know what's proven, happening. He's trying to prove some kind of point. It's got to be like you know a discipline I, I, thing or a, did he turn or up to train and a bit pissed thing. or something? I don't. There has to be something where he's just making a one point. The, to him, yeah. One, yeah. One of the rumors were like Folden's thinking. I think Pep's thinking that Folden's trying to save himself for the. For, for the World Cup more than um, and so that's why he's not he's not playing him much just to sort of prove a point but it is he, the, it's the most like it's the most pep thing to do though isn't it like oh. I fell for it you know you were all applaud me for my, my stupid eight point hit that landed me with Saka and Foden and fuck me did that not pay off <laughs> uh, it's all about getting on the play at the wrong time but it, it was a good choice that was a good oh, choice, oh, and, and like oh, basically the, the net effect of it was most of us had KDB, mm-hmm. and we t- we took him out for that mm-hmm. blank game week in twelve, and then we instead of going back to KDB, we went to Foden because he was four million cheaper, and you could spend that money elsewhere. Like the, the logic, you know, if it happened again, you you'd do it again. You know what I mean? The logic was sound. You've got a guy who's banging in the goals, who's finally realizing his talent. He's playing ninety minutes every week, even though he's in a team that rotates. Mm. It was a good shout, you know. It was a, it's it's a good decision, bad outcome, not a bad yeah. decision, bad outcome. You know what I mean? I, I think it is important to differentiate because it can be hard when you've had a shit week in FPL and you look mm. back and go, "Ah, oh, that was a crap decision." That was a crap decision. If you look back at the logic you apply to your decisions, and if you can say that was a good decision, then it's just bad luck. That's all it is. It, it's FPL. That's what happens in the game. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just it's a cruel game sometimes, but you, you, I don't think you can beat yourself up over putting Phil Foden in your team in the form he's in. You know what I mean? With with no. what four games to go when we did it. It's still, and it still hurts when you look at KDB's points, but you're right. You oh, know, that yeah. is, that's it. It's yeah. the move you'd make, isn't it, again? Yeah. If you, uh, exactly. We give yeah. them the chance. It's, it's that week when Liverpool banged in nine and Salah didn't score, isn't it? It's the, yeah. it's the same <laughs> exactly. lesson, isn't it? You know, yeah. you would, if someone told you that score blind, you'd be like, cool, I'm triple captain and Salah. Triple, yeah, and you would, exactly. You would, even knowing yeah. the score, you'd have done that. So yeah. it is what it is. What can you do? Exactly. But speaking of the big man, yeah. Vice-captain, yeah, there you yeah. go. Mo, Mo Salah, yeah. conscious thought, vice captain of them rather than uh, going the full captain, just in case Ireland turned up. Yeah, well, I, I, I didn't have the, the, I didn't have the good fortune to be online right up to the deadline, and I know 
a lot of people got wind of the lineup. Maybe I, I just couldn't. My, my daughter had training and I was on the side of a pitch and I was like, oh, I can't be on my phone doing transfers here. <laughs> and I'm supposed to be helping out and holding linesman's flag and things like that. Um, so I, I, I kind of I had a feeling Holland wouldn't start. So I And I kind of knew as well, if he didn't start, it would be a zero. I didn't, it wasn't going to be a kind of a put him on the bench and he'd get 10 minutes. It was either he was going to start or he wouldn't be playing at all. So I said the safest thing was put him in the team, put the captain's armband on him, put vice-captain Salah. And, and it all worked out fine. Uh, Pereira came off the bench, which is a grand first sub. And Salah was the obvious, you know, playing Leeds, Leeds at home. One of the worst teams in the league on form at the moment. You know, that's a grand captain. So I was happy with that. And it worked out okay. A seven-pointer um, in a week where yeah, who else would have been a good... I think the, the other people who didn't captain Salah were on Kane and he got one point. So yeah, yeah. I, I take that. Saka, which I'll be getting yeah, into. Saka, who, like who, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, unless yeah. you had gone a little bit off... Gone, you know, if you had Kate, like most people don't have KDB now. If you had KDB and captained him, brilliant. If you captained Wilson and went completely mm. kind of rogue and you're brilliant, you know what I mean? But sure, and many people did that, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I was perfectly happy to get any kind of return from Salah in the circumstances. That was fine. Uh, Martinelli back in the points, it, it had been a quiet few weeks for him. He had started to kind of slow down in the points. So, got his goal, got his clean sheet points. Um, happy to see him back amongst the points again, you know, he's he's. You know, I think he's just he's he's a hold, isn't he? He's you know when you go onto your wild card after the World Cup, I don't think Manny will be letting him go. For you know, we've all built up a lot of value in him now. Um, and he's just for six point eight million. He's he's returning kind of every one every every second week. He's getting he returns more or less on average, which is fine. Um, Andreas, typical. The week I did have him in the team, did nothing. Every week he returns. He's sitting on my bench. Um, three pointer from him with the clean sheet. Um, Mitrovic was the unlucky one of the week. Um, I, I watched that. That was the evening kickoff on the Saturday. Shots. Fulham, Fulham. Yeah. He had ten, 10 shots on goal he had in the game. Um, some of them good. Like, you know, you hear 10 shots sometimes and they're wild efforts, but there was at least three of them were good mm-hmm. chances that on another day he would stick away. I think he should have had a penalty. There was a, there was a foul on him in the box that I, I you know, they, they went to VAR, they checked it. Maybe I'm biased because I wanted the points, but I thought, no. I genuinely thought he was fouled in the box, you know. Well, then, um, then again, he could, he could easily have been sent off yeah, because of the yeah. challenge he did right yeah. on the one's ankle. It was a bit of a roller coaster ride, wasn't it, Andy? Like uh, 10 oh. shots on goal, could have had a penalty, could have been sent off. So, you know, didn't work out the worst. He got a yellow card, so he's now one of the people on four yellow cards. Just people should keep an eye on that for the next couple of game weeks. Mm. And then um, Jesus. Um, again, I have a feeling in the next few weeks he's going to pop a massive score up because he, they played Forest, they won 5 0. He got two assists again, had two or three really. He just gets into goal. Now, he's not a good finisher, that's the thing about him, but he's mm-hmm. consistently getting into these goal scoring positions. And I think it's only a matter of time before he bangs in a hat trick against someone. And he's going to just. So, again, as far as I'm concerned, I think I just hold on to him. I think he's just, you know, he's steady in that he's involved so much that there's a lot of assists coming his way. He will yeah. get the few goals. And I just think at some point he's going to explode and put up a monster score. And he's so highly owned. If you don't have him that week, it's going to absolutely destroy your rank, you know. So I'm nearly keeping him based on his ownership more than anything. 
it's a bit frustrating to watch him because like I was watching watching this game and it was like mm. the commentators were getting were just getting like he's never scoring today. It's just yeah. not happening for yeah. him. But I was like, well, it kind of is still happening for him from left field. Please, because I know he's got the uh, the two assists and I think yeah. he was on the uh, the two bonus at uh, at that point. But yeah, I mean, this is just the type player I think he is. Like it was the same at City, wasn't yeah. it? It's like yeah. he went to Arsenal. I think maybe some expected him to be like this talisman Mitrovic type, which is just not the type of player he is. He mm. might as well be a midfielder. He's he's Saka, he's Martinelli. He's the he's the equivalent yeah. of them in FBL terms, isn't he? He's just he's taken up a forward slot. Um but mm. he's gonna take over, isn't he? He's gonna always be involved and if they're gonna keep getting yeah. these these high score lines and especially with you know the the options right now, he's still a keeper. Yeah. The, the funny thing about that Arsenal match was I, I had been down in Waterford with my daughter that day. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I was listening to it on the radio. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, radio commentators are not FPL friendly. So they're, right. they're telling you who scored all these goals, but they're not saying who got the... Like some of them, they'll, they, during the course yeah. of the commentary, they'll say, oh, that was a great pass by whoever. But you know the FPL assist where like it's, it comes off a fella's leg and it's, it's an yeah. assist or... And it's like, I, I, I'm like who, got the, who got the roaring at the radio? Like, like <laughs> should I take my phone out here on the motorway doing 120 and have a quick look at the FPL app and see if I got any more points? It's like radio, radio commentary is not, it's not conducive to, to FPL whatsoever. <laughs> I'm pitching you on the touchline with your flag in one hand. Look at it. It's like, uh, is it there's an episode of the league we were talking about it with Chris. It's like a, it's a fancy a group of lads who play fancy football, but it's NFL. Right. And like one of them's like a funeral, and he's just like just trying to sneak a little look every, every now and then just to see what's going on. That's us. That's the uh, that's the life we're FBL manager. You know, no matter yeah. where you are, you want to know. Um, exactly. But yeah, I think I think all in all, good week for you though. Know? Like it's uh, a oh, good nice. yeah. Nico on yeah. the bench. Oh, Can't yeah. learn about Ward. Yeah. It's a bit, Good squad you got going there. I'm looking forward to finding out what your uh, your transfer plans uh, might be uh, going forward as well. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll go over to uh, to my team. They come up next. Um, and I'm with uh, with 58 points, uh, seven six six in total. Like you say, Pope's worked out pretty much pretty well for me um, as far as uh, that that double up with him and Trippier. Um, you know, some of the praise of Trippier every week. He might have been an outside shot for captain on the form he's on. You know, <laughs> if you knew it was going to be a low scoring week, you know, your floor's six, your ceiling might be about eleven, but he's probably going to come in, isn't he? Uh, chances yeah. are, so it might it might have been a, a vice captain shout, but yeah, uh, the only problem with that is that during that double up now, and I'm sure Andy's got a deeper problem than that is. There's more than one attacking Newcastle player I want to get in now, and I don't know yeah. what I'm actually uh, what I'm going to do to sort it out. But made up with that duo, yeah, it's that, you always love that when you look at the uh, the back line: six for the goalie in Pope, six for Ben White, six for Cancelo, eleven for Trippier. Nice, uh, nice bit of business I made up. I brought uh, Ben White in of the of that uh, that trio of Saka, Foden, and Ben White. It's uh, it's Ben White who's been the uh, the success story for me. He, he was purely an enabler. He was literally there. To be the, <laughs> Cheap defender that allowed me to afford the other two, but such as FPL, uh, yeah, Andres Pereira, I'll uh, I'll take coming off the bench. That's what he's uh, that's what he's there for. He's gonna uh, he's gonna go down an FPL legend, I think, at the end of the season as everyone's uh, everyone's twelfth man. Didn't captain Salah? Um, I just didn't. I just yeah, I've lost the faith entirely with Salah. To be honest, at this point, he's he's not a 12, 13 million player in FPL terms anymore. Mm. Um, you have the conversation about real life, but yeah, um, there was just. It just did. It felt boring to go with him as captain, and 
going Saka, I think I'll, I'll borrow that phrase from you, James. I think it was probably the right decision and the wrong outcome. Yeah. If I had Saka, if I, I, just, I didn't have enough room for another Arsenal player, I'd have captained mm-hmm. Saka if I had him. Yeah, it was one of it was so disappointing to like it was made up he got the assist and then twenty six minutes in he's off. Um and that's just again, that's just FPL for you. But <laughs> and the guy who replaced him. The guy oh, who replaced him got like, those were Saka's chances. He would have scored those goals. Like, you know what I mean? That's 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 the sickening thing, like yeah. The worst was did you see the FPL account tweet two managers captained them? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know his name. What's his name? Reese Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> did anyone know who that was before? He, he's, he's been around Arsenal for a while, but yeah, not, he's, he, not nowhere near. Carabao. He's a Carabao Cup player, basically, yeah. isn't he? At best. Yeah. Mm, that's it. So I can't complain. Like Saka was the was the the right choice. I could have gone Martinelli, but wouldn't have ended much difference. And yeah, I can't, hey, if you play a place twenty six minutes. And gets you an assist and come off time. He was even in the bonus points. I knew that wasn't going to last based on how the game was going, but that was in itself. I was like, you know what? That's a moral victory. I'll, uh, I'll take that. It wasn't a blank. So, and really, at the end of the day, Salah got a full ninety, and there's a three, there's a three point swing in that. So, not the worst decision to uh, to get wrong. Martinelli on eight, uh, same as you, James. He's very happy with him, not going anywhere. And I don't think he'll be uh, writing my team through the winter. Foden, yeah, Mr. Uh, Mr. Disappointment. I think I've got it when we get to transfers. Got a big question with Foden. Um, I want De Bruyne, but I can't get De Bruyne because, again, three City. Um, yeah, I might have to do some uh, higgledy piggledy shuffle mm. on the round, uh, depending on if we we hear anything about Foden. Because if he, if he does play, you know, great option. It's just uh, that's the uh, the big question right now. And yeah, up front, uh, Mitro, uh, yeah, unlucky, as you said, Jamesy, and yeah. Jimmy Tony there, uh, yeah, got his ninety minutes. Uh, we had him on the uh, on the yellow card ticker uh, last week, and yeah, the uh, the minus one um, for the yellow card was not only a minus one; it was a he's out for next week. So that's he's another part of the uh, the headache and the jigsaw I'm going to be trying to put together for next week. Because really, right now, what's the point in holding on to players? We've only got one game when we've only got uh, two game weeks to go before a big wild card. So big questions for me with the uh, with the squad right now. But yeah, Nico on the bench with one. And it didn't start, I don't believe. So let's, uh, let's hope he gets back in the uh, in the team this week. Yeah, Doherty is just taking up space at this point. If I had the transfer, he'd be gone by now. And yeah, Ailing, same as everyone else. And yeah, I, don't, I was, I happened to be on, I was, well, I say I happened to be online. I set me alarm to wake up to watch some YouTube content to see, to find out the news that uh, the Haaland was there. Uh, was gone. Uh, I one thing I'll say with more time because I don't really, I, I still got up late and it was still ten minutes before deadline. I wonder whether it's easy for me to say now, but with maybe a bit more time, would I have just moved Foden out last week? Would I have gone to an Almiron or maybe it would have been a Rashford? I don't know. Um, but yeah, you know, lucky enough to even get the information, so you can't complain. And yeah, it was quite. A, it was quite the scene. You missed out, James. You got skipped skipping between. Um, let's talk FPL and uh, James. I'll make James on it. Planet FPL, just everyone panicking. Like both streams were just the lads <laughs> looking at the phones, trying to figure out their own team. Like the rest I, of us were confirmed for yourselves. I need to work this out right now. I went down as well, didn't it? It's like oh, crashed, it yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude. That, that was rough. Um I think I think that maybe uh, I think that that, that hurt a, a few people. It came, came back up, up again, didn't it, Andy? But it was like in those final five. Yeah, yeah the last ten minutes apparently, yeah. Last, last couple of minutes, so like the Man City news come through. I think I was watching FPL Andy and it come through mm-hmm. on uh he has a side he knows on Instagram. It, I 
like proper team news, quarter to 11, and it did come up like Foden yeah. not starting, Alan not starting. He was, he was like panicking, what do I do? And I, even <laughs> myself, I was like, oh shit, I've got to put Foden on bench, I've got to get shut of Ireland now. Yeah, I was getting, getting into that, but I enjoy yeah. those moments though. It's fun when you get that. Yeah, I yeah. missed the, I missed the deadline the hour before kickoff when you was more likely you'd get that information. Yeah, uh, it's uh, just adds what to the chaos, think? doesn't it? There has been a bit of talk about that on some of the podcasts this week about should they change the the deadline? What do you think, lads? Like, is it is it fair that we can get info on the first game of the day, but info on none of the other games of the day? You know, or is that is that part of the fun? Or should should as some people say, should the deadline literally be kickoff? So it's just accepted that you will have the team sheet for the early kickoff, but everyone will have it, so it's fair. Or should it be the night before? You know, and just take all that out of it. Should it be midnight the night before? I don't know what's right, you know, because Mm. people across the world will say, Well, fuck you, like we we get up (laughs) at two and we get up at two in the morning, like us watching pay per views in America. But we get up at two in the morning every 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 weekend for the deadline. We set an alarm and get up out of bed and check everything, you know. So it's you'll never please everyone with whatever solution you have, you know. There's, I think it's a battle. It's a battle of like what it should be and what I'd want it to be. As, yeah. as a hardcore engaged FPL player, I want any advantage I can get. You know, there's yeah. been many a, yeah. a game week like this week when everyone's looking at the Harlan training their ground footage or like the game. <laughs> those last those last game weeks of the season are great. Where it's like when it was an hour before kickoff, and I'd be looking at like the team bus. Okay, who's getting off the bus? Who, who's actually oh, there? Well, you know? Weren't they like all oh, possible pitches? Harlan's going off a bus and. Is it a book? Was it an old picture or was it a new picture? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like grainy ones where it's like it looks like that's him in the background. You look, yeah. you like look at the hair. You know, it's got they look like his boots. It's like, but that's as hardcore engaged players like we live for that. So, oh yeah, I prefer that chaos. One's an edge, don't we? Like, yeah, yeah. But if you look on like black and white and you sat in FPL towers and trying to make the the game as best it could be. Maybe there is an argument for yeah, maybe an another half an hour going back, and maybe it's the full. Maybe it's a full two hours before kickoff, or, or something like that. But I, I still that, think there'd, fun. there'd be info then as well, though. I think mm. would half an hour make a difference? That's you know, true. Yeah, you'd probably true. still get a leak, but and then you'd also you'd start getting the dodgy information. Then that's the problem. Then like you'd start oh, getting info at 10 a.m. and you're like, can I trust this or not? You know what I mean? And that's nearly the worst part of it when the trolls come out and start messing with people. You know what I mean? So uh, I, I don't know what's... I, like, kickoff would be a good one. You know, just literally the first kickoff of the week, you'd have, you'd have your team sheet for the first game. You'd have an hour to... You know, there'd be no big rush. The, the site wouldn't crash because everyone would have a full hour to kind of make their decisions. But yeah. And, and, and also someone made the point, this only is relevant maybe two or three times a season because a lot of times the 12 o'clock kickoff is Wolves against Brighton and it's like <laughs> yeah. no, nobody's nobody's hanging on those team sheets you know it's just because this week it happened to be Man City and it happened yeah. to be the best player in the game being injured for the first time since he came into the game you know what I mean so, it, it, it so. this this isn't every this isn't happening every week it's only the very odd time like the last time it crashed was there was chaos with COVID remember like there was matches literally yeah. being called off yeah. An hour before kickoff and stuff like that, you know. So it is only very exceptional circumstances that these things happen as well. It's it's, it's not happening it's, on a weekly basis. It's um, half past one this week, but it, it, usually the team news comes out about two o'clock. 
maybe 15 yeah. minutes before that. So yeah. it but might the, be a time if you wanted to hang on the Man City uh, news. But I know there's that, there's that lad on um, Twitter, I can't think of his name, who, who usually predicts the lineup pretty spot on for City. Luke, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, well, Luke, he, had, yeah. He, had, he was wrong about Foden the last two weeks. So. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's... He's, that's he's how I'm looking at one then. Everyone just yeah. assumed he was playing. Yeah. You know. yeah, that's the killer. But man, I don't think like you say, they'll never please everybody. So no, say, you're gonna no, get yeah. you're gonna get game weeks like this. And at the end of the day, I thought I had an edge and it, it didn't work out anyway. So but I think everyone who was smart, you know, had Harlan captain and had a solid vice or he went the route of uh, of Mr. Chips and uh, <laughs> almost an inspired decision, Andy. Uh, you were you were later. You were there with me, eleven o'clock, making changes, Mason. You were true to form, spent some points to uh, to get rid of early, and that was a a bold move that a lot of people wouldn't have done, especially with the uh, the you know the price, the money we've all got in Harlem. But it is actually something I'm seeing more like you know hard nosed FPL contact creators like Praz from Burning Questions has been big on it this week as. Harlan's price continues to tumble down. We're all protective of, of the money we got wrapped up in him, but really, it's 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 only going to go one way. So now, that might even be a selling time if there ever was a such mm-hmm. thing for Erling. But you're ahead of the cave, Andy. Good, uh, good decision. Bad result, yeah. unfortunately, because uh, the man you brought in. I know the the thing is, I actually had money money spare, so I'd had en- enough money to swap like um, Kane in for Harlan uh, out Kane in. Um, yeah. It was disappointing, I would say, especially with Tottenham against Bournemouth. You, you expect Kane to maybe get one or two against them, but they really, yeah, Tottenham being Tottenham, in it. And well, our, our heat map mate got the winning goal, didn't he? Uh, ben to <laughs> a week too late. Goals again, yeah. <laughs> it's it, it fun, a funny stat come up on match of the day where it said, "Oh, he's he's now reached his highest goal scoring season of two. <laughs> <laughs> Prolific. Uh, he's he's not in his vocabulary. Um, so yeah, my, my team. I got sixty four points this week. Um, oh, it's a good. It's it's a good score, but it's a disappointing score. I will say, you know, say four point two million rank for the week. It's like, buddy, it sounds like I've had a shit week, but I probably haven't. Uh, so eight, eight of your players have returned there, like, yeah, you no. Know, yeah. So it's like, fuck, how much more do I have to do to to jump? Like, you know, yeah, it's it's maybe my second or third high scoring week. That sixty four points, and it's above the average, as they say, um, Edison. Nine points. Uh, f- he got extra points for saves. He made five saves, and he's he's never usually like the saving mm. machine, is he? Um, you know, like um, what's he called from Leeds Melier, who were just yeah. saving everything for yeah. the uh, Liverpool he's shot. Usually, he, he's usually a six point man, isn't he? Like it's it's either for, for Ederson, it's six or one usually, and yeah. no in between. Yeah, so to get nine out of him was good going. Yeah. Yeah, it's for for me. Even I was looking at like um, you know when the transfers come for the wild card, just having a play about with my team. Yeah. I'm not getting rid of Edison. I think he's just mm-hmm. nailed. On. He's, he's always a nailed on six points. Generally with City, they're mm-hmm. a good defense. Well, my gamble, triple Newcastle defense. <laughs> woof, woof, just wow! I I, yeah. I, I was. I, I've got to say, I always think in my mind, I'm cursing it when I'm screenshotting three <laughs> players in a row where I've got all the clean sheets. Yeah. 
Um, obviously, Trippier got um, an assist. He's been great. We say it every week on here. Yeah. Like a broken record, aren't we, when we're going <laughs> Trippier? Uh, it, looks, it looks great, though, Andy. It really does. Just looking at that, those, those black and white shirts. <laughs> Eleven six six. So you got some doubters in the chat last week, Andy. But you know, you really no, no. you better play off sometimes. End of day, the, I did say about Newcastle that they're an entertaining team to watch. And mm. when watching them on, on match of the day, they're one team who don't want the World Cup because mm. they're, they're, they're great momentum at the moment. Yeah. Moment, way just way way the playing. Even on the ten minutes of highlights, what they show on match of the day, it's it's, it's good to watch. Almiron scoring a bloody another worldie mm. again, and they were never Almiron in like that. Yeah. <laughs> Where is he in our squads? No one's got <laughs> that, and that, that. That match was that that was the live. Like, we get one live match over here on Premier Sports on a Saturday, yeah. and it was Newcastle Villa. So I watched it, and like. If you were watching it, Andy, you'd have been relaxed because it wasn't even one of those ones where they relaxed. They were four 0 up, but they were still like they were they were pinning Villa back in their own. Ha- like Villa didn't get chances. You know the way a team can kind of be winning well and they can relax or maybe you know yeah. do five subs and let in a goal or two. It was it was. I was watching it and I wasn't nervous on your behalf whatsoever. It was just. They just held it. They're, they're just, they're very good, solid team now. They're seeing out matches very professionally and they're they're genuine candidates for the top four, I think. You know, I think since Eddie Howe's come in, he has really shored up that defence because mm. Newcastle have always been a team known as um, if you score three, we'll score four. <laughs> it's always yeah, been the philosophy yeah. since, well, like the Kevin Keegan days that <laughs> gone out. Arse back to um, Dan Dan Burney was someone who I brought in uh, a couple of weeks ago. He, he's he's always been a solid one in me um, in my draft team. I, I mm-hmm. think I've got him still. Um, Fabian Shah six points a bit. Went seeing the yellow flag. I like oh fuck's sake. No, I've got the thing is now I want to keep my triple Newcastle for this week. Um, I don't think I'd, I'm having the triple Newcastle defense because I've got the yellow flag, but. You know, I think Ben all said like we are thinking of attacking options as well for Newcastle now, which is your Almiron, even even Joel Linton, your Callum Wilson. So it's deciding whether I want to sway away from a solid Newcastle defence to maybe what else go from. But when with Callum Wilson, I know I've seen some of the FPL YouTubers this week and a lot of putting him in, but. The thing in back of head with Wilson, he gets injured a lot. It, when he's when he's on the park, he does score goals. But, but the question there is: Is this the time though? When there's only two games, how long can it go? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's not a long. It's term, two weeks. You're not buying him for months, like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing, it's thing is, Christmas. even after Christmas, um, mm-hmm. Isaac might be back and mm-hmm. um, taking his place. Yeah, that's it. Here we got Martin Nelly. Uh, so he scored in the first two minutes, didn't he? Uh, good, good return for him. Salah, I think from first minute, I thought, right, Liverpool looked very attacking against Leeds. They could easily have been one one nil up after a couple of minutes. Got his got his goal, but God, Liverpool, the so frustrating. Not not more Salah. Darwin Nunes up front. If you've got him in your team, you'll be. But yeah, you'd be kick, kick, kicking the walls and everything inside with him. He, he just couldn't hit a cow's ass with a banjo, the lad. 
Um, just what was Pierre Henry saying about him this week? Wasn't he ripping into him? <laughs> or was he praising him? Was it the other way around? I just saw a lot of people kicking off about uh, what he said, Carragher posting clips of him and stuff. I think he was taking the piss. Right. Yeah, but, but they're, they're just very frustrating at the moment. Um, Liverpool, I will say. Mm. Le- Leeds, Leeds give him a good game. What's he called? Jimmy Somerville, who got the winner. Um, <laughs> they were him and that eighteen-year-old lad from Italy who come on. He, he, he looked half decent. He did look lively on the wing, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, oh God, that idiot in midfield, Wilfred's that <laughs> half. <laughs> <laughs> I talking about the lad. Uh, Is he gone, Andy? Is he gone? That's the big question. Yes, <laughs> he's gone. He's gone out of my life for two weeks now. Uh, uh, Granite Xhaka three points. Ah, it's a decent. It's decent enough. Um, I think he was the only possible option from yeah what was on on the bench. Um, I'll get into Cody in a minute. Um, Harry Kane, like I said, disappointing. Jesus, nice to assist. He's always in and around the box. Shame he don't know how to put it into the goal, but uh, he's always he's always there and thereabouts. Uh, Mitrovic, we've said, 10 shots, nothing, but he's an hard worker. Mm. I think he... he I think even with Man City this coming uh, weekend, he'll call he'll cause them trouble. Mm. It just depends how much he'll cause them trouble, with how, how much the ball actually gets up that end of the pitch for him. Yeah. But he should do all right. Um, Brentford, obviously, one point. Folden, yeah, I put him in the last two weeks. Anna, since he's uh, played twenty-three minutes and fifteen minutes, uh, respectively, I'm I'm keeping him in um, because yeah, he's always an option to. He's a good option to have in. But you just you just got to pray that Pep's like right. I'll stick you in this week, but. I'll be hoping for info this week, hundred percent. So I'll be here. I'll be there at the deadline, hoping mm. there's something coming out. Yeah. Um, who else on the bench? Joe Gomez. Got Joe Gomez, worst defender known to man. Why have I put him in? I don't. Know. Where did he come from? Was he always in your squad? I don't remember. Yeah, I've, had, I've had him in the last. Um, I think last four weeks. No, last three weeks. I've had him in. So he got that since he's. Because they've had a bit of an injury crisis, Liverpool. He's been playing centre half, mm-hmm. so got me a good six pointer. But this this past week against Leeds, he gave he gave away the first um, the first goal. He were getting turned inside out. They think he might be dropped for that Canate soon. So it's easy to fall into that, isn't it? When a good team's like missing players at the back, it's oh, I get so and so for four point two million. But the reason they're playing is because. Them much weakened, so it doesn't. Yeah, it's one of them. It can be false economy, can't it? But, yeah. So, remember Shimikas last season? Yeah. yeah. Remember we, we all started the season with them. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Robinson like was out for a few weeks. It was only four million. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like three point seven, three point eight, didn't he? Like yeah. he proper crash. He crashed yeah. from four. It's, it's because of every everybody had him week one. Because he was a cheap weight. We knew Robertson was out for a few weeks, so he was a four million euro, four million pound weight into Liverpool's defence. So like he had maybe fifty percent ownership. But then the minute Robertson came back, everyone sold him. So it was price. So it was actually great because when you were on a wild card, you could put him in as your third defender and have lots of money elsewhere then because he was only three point seven or something like yeah. Yeah, I was, was going to say about the other defender I had Connor Cody. Oh yeah, Cody, yeah. 
Everton, one of the most boring teams in the league going at the moment. <laughs> they're not good. They're not yeah, good. They're... Not good to watch, but they, they, they don't. They just don't concede at the moment. So I think, I think they're good for the maybe the next two weeks of keeping him in. I think they have got yeah. Wolves coming up. Which yeah, might... you, you could easily start him the next two weeks because their fixtures are at, at some of the better fixtures that anyone has. Really, yeah. Yeah, people are talking crazy, like taking a little leap of faith on Calvert Lewin. That's how good the Everton fixtures are when we uh, get into the fixtures in a minute. So yeah. I think Chris, Chris has them, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say, should we have a little uh, poker there? Yeah, uh, I do. Yeah. Well, he's not here. Should we make fun of him? Uh, Forty nine. Oh my god! <laughs> what went wrong for him? Oh, yeah, Almiron. He's, he's the one. Yeah, Almiron. Yeah. We talked about. So yeah, he got Kane. Kane was his vice. So similar story to. Uh, to you, Andy, only had the uh, the one transfer that he made in the uh... yeah, Perisic got an assist, didn't he? Oh, the what a troll. Yeah. Oh, I bet you got an assist, yeah. Yeah, more trolling. Oh, he looked great though. Like <laughs> he looked like a whale beater when he came on. It was like God. Like it, I don't think it's going to translate to FPL points, mm. but like he is a great player. It's just... He's a really good. Maybe that's the way to use him. Just thirty minutes off the bench because like he's he's thirty four or thirty five, and he's, he's come from Italy. Like... He's come from Italy, which is a far slower pace than the Premier League. Like so, in fairness to him, mm. maybe super sub thirty minutes in games is the way to use him. You know, yeah. With, with, yeah. with, with Chris's team there, it's just like the odd couple of players here and there. It's, it's well similar to me, Zaha Kane, mm. and Zaha Kane and Foden who've like done him over. Yeah, so that's, it doesn't look much different than us, does it? Really, yeah. in general, it's the same story. Maybe he doesn't have Trippier. No, he, he still doesn't have Trippier, which is probably cost him. Like he's Trippier is up at seventy percent ownership, I think now. So like if he's doing well, and everyone else has him, that's going to hurt him as well. You know that kind of a way. But I know, I know, I know. Chris is looking for like try to do something different, which yeah. you sort of have to, to do with trying to get an edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, that that transfer he made Tony out to Calvert Lewin. That could have paid if Calvert Lewin knocked one in. Tony's out next game. Not yeah. a bad little decision, that, yeah. is it? You know, that, that's the thing. Like a lot of the um, YouTubers were like tipping Calvert Lewin. It's either Calvert Calvert Lewin, Dominic Solanke, or um, Alan Wilson that they're all yeah. tipping at the moment of that um, up front lot. But yeah, he could, he, I think he had a couple of chances of, of what Everton did have going forward. Yeah. Only way, only ways up for Chris. I'm sure he'll be. Uh, he'll be back next week with a, a score in ninety or something like that. That's, uh, putting us all to shame. Uh, but there we go. Not a, not a not a standout week for anyone, but it was like I watched um, FPL Black Box before, and they were literally going. You know, they have like that great and good league, which is all of these like legendary FPL players, people who've done well year over year as a. Uh, Girl sixty nine at X one Z post that photo in our chat. Uh, great to see you again, girl sixty nine six. But um, yeah, the, uh, they was they were saying like there's a whole like league there where where like all all of these legendary players, pretty much all of them got a red arrow this week. Like all of these people who know what they're doing when it comes to FPL. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those weeks for the engaged managers for the you know the people you would expect to come off. It it just didn't come off, and that's the. Uh, Maybe that's a scorch uh, Harlan cut leaves behind. But I'm going to say, any other, any other, anything notable from the uh, the rest of the results? Any players we haven't talked about? Brighton, um, Brighton's the one in it. Um, who's it scored again? Leandro Trollard. Yeah, Trollard, yeah. Gross yeah. as well, a fucker. Yeah. <laughs> At least I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Matoma, IWC Matoma. We were talking about him a few weeks ago. Yeah. 
assist as well. They were up 3-0 quite early on, weren't they, James? It, mm. Yeah. It was, it was a shocker from Chelsea. Like, I, I, I can't make them out at the moment at all, Chelsea. Like, your, man, your Potter's had a nice run of results, but mm. then you see this result and it's like, Jesus, what, what's happened there, you know? Um, and from an FPL point of view, I, th- I think you have to steer clear of Chelsea at the moment. Like, because traditionally Chelsea defenders have always been quite good. Like, under Tuchel, they were always really solid and they'd get, they'd get multiple clean sheets in a row. But, like, he picks a different defence every week at the moment. You know what I mean? So it's impo- you can't nail that down. You wouldn't have any of their midfielders. And their front line is a bit of a mess. You wouldn't You wouldn't okay. go Sterling. Obama Yang Sterling. You don't know what you, you wouldn't go. Mount was always a good player, but... He's not done much this this season either, you know. So uh, yeah, I think Chelsea are. Yeah, they're just yeah, they're just there. You know, they're going to be around about the top four. Um, but yeah, I, I think the squad's a bit of a mess, isn't it? Like they badly, badly need a centre forward more than anything. I think just just a focal point in attack to build the rest of the team around. Yeah, and as Lindsay says there in, in the chat, Rudiger, massive lots. He was a brilliant defender. Mm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one of the big tips on the, on the YouTube channels is um, Man United defenders, Jamesy, like your Martin, yeah. your Dallo, and even Luke Shaw's sorry yeah. to people's. Uh, well, I, I saw a stat earlier that that United haven't conceded a goal from open play in twelve hours forty five minutes of football. I think it's what? it's eight it's eight games, like so they have conceded goals like they've conceded they conceded a penalty against Chelsea and bear in mind some of those games are Europa League games against teams from Cyprus two or three of them like but still they have definitely shored things up at the back I think Dallo is a nice pick I I probably won't have room for him before the World Cup but mm. definitely if you look at the fixtures after the World Cup United oh, have have a really nice run in the first six. And I think I think Dallow's four point six. I think he'd be a brilliant player to not even to play him every week, but to have him as your first or second sub. I think would be, and I think he'll be very popular on the wild cards when people actually sit down and look at the the fixtures. You know, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's the thing. That's like you know, there's um, there's merit in that, and I think United are going to be a team that oops, went onto the Sky Sports website by mistake. United are going to be a team. People are going to be uh, getting behind for these. Um, Last two weeks when we when we get to the fixtures. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, New, I say Newcastle knocking four past. We kind of covered them. Quite interesting to see uh, City with the only the one goal. Would have been mm-hmm. that, that would be the story of the season if uh, if Ward had managed to uh, to get a clinch. <laughs> what a turnaround! It was only a free kick. Like they, they didn't yeah. score from play against them, basically. You know, brilliant free kick. But apart from that, they kept them out. You know, so does that, does that worry you if Haaland doesn't play this week? I mean, you know, everyone's. A sh- I, know, I, know, I know they're playing Fulham at home, so probably it will be five six nil. But they're not on the beach. But like you said earlier about the World Cup coming up, a lot of their players just seem mm-hmm. to be like, you know, let's just get through these last couple of games and uh, and get through it. You know, they, they're going to win the league. They're probably going to win the league no matter what. So you know, might as well. Uh, you know, good cruise yeah. through these. Uh, these fixtures and the easy looking fixtures on paper might not necessarily be, you know, a couple of eight nil wins, you know. We'll see. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean speaking of uh, speaking of those uh, those fixtures, we do uh, we only have the other uh, two weeks left uh, before the uh, the end of this half of the uh, the season. Um I was gonna say anybody stand out, it's always City at the uh, the top, at least as far as uh, a go. 
Fulham and Brentford are home. Like I say, there is uh, there is still that. Even if uh, Haaland's not fit, there's going to be a lot of investment in, uh, in City this week. They have West Ham uh, near the top, Forest near mm-hmm. the top as well. Not so not so sure on on Forest. Newcastle are maybe a team I'm uh, I'm keeping an eye on that they've got kind of a mid table as far as the upcoming fixtures go. But yeah, as far as the the last two go, anybody any standouts for you two lads? I think what wouldn't if if you had to change a defender or if you had a defender out injured, um, someone like Cresswell from West Ham wouldn't yeah, be a bad I, I, wouldn't be a bad pick just for one. the two weeks. I think he's four point seven or something like that. He's cheap penalties and free kicks he takes yeah, as well. Yeah, and and they're, they're back they're back to being solid. Like West Ham were a bit ropey defensively in the first few weeks. They're back to being like they were really solid against United there on Sunday. Like United were mm-hmm. lucky enough to get out of it with a one 0 win. Um, so they're always like, and you, you would imagine there might be a clean sheet in there. Crystal Palace, uh, two home games, Crystal Palace, Leicester, you know, mm-hmm. might be a chance. He takes corners, he takes free kicks, he gets forward and puts crosses into the box. So might be a nice little pick there. Um, when we talk about transfers, I talk about Skamaka as well. And I think we have some mm-hmm. stats about him. Yeah. Everton, I'd have no problem with somebody lumped in on an Everton player. Leicester at home, Bournemouth away. I'd you say Bor- Bournemouth as well. They'd yeah. probably be an option yes. to pick up. Leeds away, yeah. Everton. Like, if, if, there's nothing wrong with picking Solanke for those two weeks. You know what I mean? It's, it's mm-hmm. as good a set of fixtures for a striker as you're going to get, really. Um, mm-hmm. And from an Everton, the, the Calvert-Lewin punt, I wouldn't mind that whatsoever. I wouldn't mind Gordon, uh, even Iwobi. You know, there uh, and or have someone like Cody that you have. Like, I'd be seriously if he, if you have one of your normal starting. If you didn't want to play your three Newcastle players, Andy, you could stick Cody in for one of them. No problem. They're they're nice fixtures as well. You, you, you know, you've read my mind, James. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you have share on a yellow, so just yeah, pop him out. You know, um, I was going to say as well, Brighton. They've got Wolves away, but Wolves yeah. are dre- Wolves are dreadful. Mm-hmm. Who's he got sent off? Diego, Diego. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got Aston Villa at home. Yeah. I, I, I put your man in um, Trossard. He'll yeah. probably do. He'll, he'll probably do bugger all like the team. <laughs> we, but, uh, yeah, no, that's it. We're not doing that again, are we? <laughs> we're not playing that game. Mm. It could, it could be helpful. You know, hey, gross worked out for me in the draft this week. I can't, uh, I yeah. can't complain too hard. Yeah, I've seen a lot of Bournemouth investments as well. Like you say with with Solanke, that's a, that could be a, a potential one. But yeah, as far as like individual players, we've got our eye on. We've got a uh, we've got no uh, no Stato this week in uh, in Chris Linnae, but uh, Jamesy, <laughs> you dreamed up uh, some uh, possible uh, comparisons for us. I'll uh, I'll load them up now. We've got a few of the uh, the ones that uh, people are looking at. Um, as far as people are, are looking at transfer wise, it's going to be a, I think a lot of like uh, hard decisions um, on this uh, on this particular game week. Uh, I, I mentioned it before. For me, if I'd have had ten minutes more, I would have been considering these two men, Almer and Rashford. Um, as far as the uh, the first one goes, I wish I'd uh, wish I'd gone early um, on one of those two. But I think around the same price, and yeah, they're going to be uh, options. A lot of people are going to be considering. Yeah, I just thought these two, because I think a lot of people will have somebody like a Zaha in their team. And, you know, like all of us might be sick of him at the moment. He's 7.4 or something like that. So if you sell him and you don't have much in the bank, you don't have enough to maybe get up to an 8 million player like a Madison or a Foden or a Saka or something like that. So you're kind of having to shop in the 
six-ish million or less kind of bracket. You know what I mean? And I think if you were getting rid of him, I would say these two guys are a nice kind of an option. Um, we should talk about Almiron. Um, I know you said you were listening to Black Box earlier and they had a really interesting conversation about, so yeah. like, is this guy, is this just a flash in the pan? Is this going to be a six to eight game run where he shoots the lights out, gets loads of points? And then reverts back to what he was like. And the thing with him is that there's three years of evidence to say that he's a pretty average footballer. You know what I mean? That you know has been derided in many corners, many corners for his quality of football. But there's a long, long, long history of where you 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 would never have dreamt of putting Almiron in your FPL team at any point no. in the last three years until now. But now it's like, you know, do you just ignore the stats and do you just say it? Because the the thing about the goals he's getting is it's not he's not going to be able to keep scoring goals this good. Ever. He's scoring a goal in the month contender every week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Volleys from outside the box. He's beating two men and, and knocking a pass the keeper from a tight angle. That's not reproducible. And like no player in the world can keep doing that every week. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he's is it five point six million at the moment? Yeah. Do you need do you need your five point six million midfielder to score every week, or would you be happy with a goal every three weeks? You know what I mean. And if you did, if you did keep him on your wildcard team, you don't need him to be getting the figures of like at the moment in the last six weeks, he's getting the figures of a Mohamed Salah at his best. Yeah. You know what I mean. You don't need him to keep doing that because he's less than half the price of Mohamed Salah. You know what I mean. If he had the form of a good eight million pound midfielder at the moment and kept that going you'd be happy you know so I think if you're looking at him there's two weeks left now Newcastle have reasonable fixtures why not get on it you know what I mean and you can re- you can rethink it then during the winter and think do I want him long term but for two more weeks why not r- try and get on the wave before it kind of breaks you know that's the problem it's whether it has broke it, yeah. I mean if they it, someone is it feels it feels like one of those classic FBL ones where you're chasing the points that have already happened. Yeah. Like you chase like I'm I'm just it's it's remorse from not getting them last week, not getting them the week before. Yeah. yeah. Then again, Newcastle's fixtures are very, very solid. Mm. I, I saw like you say, I saw the black box uh, bit where uh, Mark and As were talking about comparing him to you know to Wilson who, you know, yes, he has his injury issues, but while he's fit, you know, much more you know, consistently scoring in the you know the, the level of points he's getting here compared to yeah. to Almiron, but it, it doesn't on the counterpoint. It does feel a bit more when uh, Gundogan started flying last year, yeah, and it took literally about ten weeks of him doing it before people went, "All right, fine, we'll get him in." Because everyone was like, "He's Gundogan, he can't keep this up. That's not the type of player he is." And he was that player, yeah. and we were you know a lot of people got on early, but a lot of people, myself included, got on really late and kind of mm-hmm. ended up. Missing the points, and yeah, in a normal season, you know, as we said a couple of times, if if there wasn't a break coming up, I probably would take that tact. I'd take maybe it's a defeatist attitude, but I'd just be like, ah, they're gone now. But it's two weeks; it's a two-week punt. Um, he's cheap on my considerations this week, or I don't find a way to maneuver Foden to De Bruyne, or I could actually, you know, use him in a way to to get me there. Yeah, he's he's probably chief among my targets. Rashford on the other, like Rashford was the other one. Rashford was definitely, you know, sort yeah. of a lot of transfers in for him this week. Didn't you get an uh, an interesting draft offer for him uh, this week, Andy, in the, in the draft league last year? Wasn't there a, a dodgy deal done under the table with uh, with him? Uh, yeah. Oh yes, there was. Um, after the show last week, um, so uh, Chris Elliott. Um, I I gave him Rashford and he gave me Mo Salah, so. Yeah, what a trade! What a trade! And it's 
on for in face value because Gareth was kind of like that's ridiculous. You know? Oh yeah, Gareth. <laughs> Any other season is ridiculous, but yeah. <laughs> when, I saw, when I saw Gareth on Tuesday night, you're like, I can't believe what Chris Elliott was thinking with that. <laughs> but uh, I was like, you know, this season they're generally just both as good as each other, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I think if I was you, someone offers you Salah, you you oh, do. I- you, on, on reputation, you snap their hand off, don't you? Actually, this is the first while. I was. I don't know. I wouldn't turn it down, but at the same time, I, I might have a little bit of remorse. Yeah. <laughs> you want to choose mm-hmm. that to see what happens, uh, at least for the, the next couple. But yeah, Rashford's looking great, isn't he, James? You know, you've got your eye test wise, you know, you've got yeah. your eye on him. He's, he, like, he hasn't looked himself for the last 12 months, maybe. But he finally got a good rest in the summer. I think they kind of they, they tailored his training to let him kind of do individual work. He looks, he just looks sharp anytime I see him play. Like a lot of the time, he's playing center forward. So basically, you've got a midfielder for what is he six and a half million or something like this? Six point five million midfielder who's playing yeah. as a striker for a team that's challenging for top four. So, you know, like when you put it in those terms and he is getting his goals, you know what I mean? And he looks sharp and like he scored a great header at the weekend, which is something that wouldn't normally have, I have said was in his toolbox. So like he's improving as a player. He's adding kind of more strings to his bow, you know, like to go back to the Salah thing. If you were to place a bet with someone right now, who's going to score more goals before the end of the season? You don't, like any other season, you'd say Salah straight away. But like... The over-under on that would be fairly tight, like, you know, it's, yeah. it's not a, you wouldn't be shocked if, if Rashford scored more goals than him between now and the end of the season, you really wouldn't. Plus as, plus as well, United um, are short on attacking options, aren't they? I think Sancho's out and Martial's always in and out with injuries. Always injured, yeah. That's why Ronaldo's been getting a look in. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable, yeah. yeah. So Rash- yeah. Rashford will play every week, you know, so... um. Mm-hmm. And if you look just at, at the, the maps we've put up there as well, like Rashford's stats are actually, I was wondering, would they be a little bit better than Almiron? And a lot of the expected goals and stuff that Almiron has, they're quite low because his shots are, he's scoring one in a million goals. You know what I mean? Yeah. If he if he tries to score most of those goals again, he'll never hit those shots as well in his career again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas Rashford is scoring more reliably. He's scoring strikers goals. You know, he's finishing off chances. He's scoring headers in the box, that kind of thing. So you would kind of imagine that over the course of a long run in the season, Rashford would score more goals than him. Um, so yeah, just thought that they were an interesting comparison and like they would be the two, if you were looking to get rid of, uh, even if you're looking to get rid of Foden, if you're sick of Foden and didn't want to worry about his starts anymore, I think both of those guys are, are nice options to replace him. You know, And it would leave you with a few bob in the bank. It's like if you were going to do a minus four, you could sell Foden for either of those and have a couple of million in the bank to move to someone else, you know, so they're nice enablers as well. That's the other thing. Easy, easy. Yeah, it's giving me a few thought now. I was, I was set on Almiron, but I've got the money. Like, that's the other thing. I've got none, but yeah. no worries for money right no, now. None of us do at the moment, yeah. Salah's going, yeah. Are you getting rid of Salah, Benno, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I just think there's more. When I get to it, there's just so much I can do with that money. Uh, as much as I say that, there's loads of money around. Even more, more money's yeah. always better, isn't it? Even more money when he could be De Bruyne, and that's that's yeah. the my mind. That's, that's the thing. And like, if you 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 can easily because I've been thinking about Salah to De Bruyne, and then mm. obviously you need rid of a City player, so get rid of Foden and 
There's, there's your two yeah. options there. Well, you probably would have enough for an 8 million player if you're going Salah to De Bruyne. Um, but of all the 8 million options, I don't know if, if, if Almiron or Rashford are just as good for two weeks as well. You have to remember, these are two-week punts. You don't need these guys in your team for the next six months or six games or ten games. It's a two-week punt. Someone like Rashford can bang in a hat-trick, no problem, playing centre-forward for United easily. You know, I think the only one over one at eight mil, around eight million markers is your Jared Bowen and your Mason Mounts, and they're mm. very much in and out of form. So yeah, as James he said, them two are probably better options at the moment. Being aggressive, that is the I think that's the lesson these last two game weeks. We all you're, playing steady and easy is great on a long mm. season, but basically this is the end of the season coming this up. Is the, this is the chance off. to go for it, yeah. Go for it. Everyone, people do, don't they? Game week 36 to 38, people start throwing shit at the wall. Yeah. I don't see why it's different now. It's the same. Yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of those two men, Foden and De Bruyne, that's where my eye is going. And yeah, if you look at that as a light, you know, for me, it's almost going to be a like for like uh, transfer because, you know, Salah to, to Rashford or Armour on it are basically the, uh, the same uh, level of play at this point. Mm. And, Phones of the Bruyne, like look at that golfing quality there. Just just looking at the uh, the blue and the red there, mate, in the uh, in the graph. I think I, I, was gonna say, I would say with the Bruyne especially when I when mm-hmm. I had him in before before I stuck Salah back in over the last two weeks, just loads of assists more than yeah. goals. Creation, yeah, creation. He's, he's oh yeah. One. And you, you you can see it on the map there, like he's miles ahead of Foden for expected assists, chance created, crosses into the box, through balls, passes in the final third. Foden is a little bit more of a goal threat. You can see he's had more, but not much. Like he's not much ahead of him, really. You know, um, and like the thing that you're getting, I suppose. Well, I say this now, and I probably put a jinx on him. The thing you're getting as well with De Bruyne is. I think he's fairly nailed on to play at least this weekend because he, he he had a rest. He did come on as a sub for 20 minutes during the week, but I'd be fairly sure Pep would start him. Like Pep's been raving about him lately, about being a player he's had for seven years and blah, 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 and all this. So that's the other thing. You don't have to worry about Foden. So like, uh, you know, they're, they're, I know it's a minus four late in the season, but that, but that switch from Salah to De Bruyne and then move Foden onto someone else is... It's a nice, tasty move to make, I think, and you're, you're you're buying certainty. And like the reason I put the comparison up is you're not you're, you're not getting a worse player by any means in De Bruyne. Like you're, you're getting the possibility of assists. You have a slightly less goal threat, but De, and De Bruyne is such a reliable asset. Like he's you know years and years in the game. He's always been a high scorer. We all remember that game week towards the end of the season last year where he went mental and I think JP had him as triple captain did he score four goals and one assist yeah. or something crazy he like did, that yeah. you know so there's always that potential with De Bruyne that he can explode and he's he's playing very high up the pitch this season as well like they're very much back to like last season for long parts of the season he was kind of playing in a deeper double pivot and he wasn't getting enough points but this season he's right up there on the edge of the box he's they I think they want him close to Haaland to try and be the one feeding in passes and through balls to him all the time. So, and like, if anything, Haaland being fit for the weekend is another reason to go for De Bruyne, I think, because those two have a great relationship. And De Bruyne feeding passes through to Haaland is, and if you, if you've both of those guys, like, 
you know, okay. how many chances of a goal plus assist can you get from two players, you know? So, yeah, yeah I'm talking myself good. into getting rid of Salah and going for... I, 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 I have been up in the air, but the more, the, the more I think about it, that, that, that minus four is very attractive, very attractive. James, he as well, around that price point of De Bruyne, if you're wanting to get Shelter Salah. So, um, Son, in the past like day or two, has um, got like an eye injury. Yeah. So, he could be out up until like the World Cup. So, he's yeah. he's not an option now for anyone fancying a Tottenham Tottenham. Yeah. Uh, and I was thinking about him. I was thinking about Son as a punt because I was kind of thinking everybody's forgotten him. They have Liverpool next and then they have a nice fixture. They have two home games. You know, yeah. you fancy Son to get a return against Liverpool's high defensive line. So, I was thinking about him and now he's off the table. So... They've no, um, they've no attacking midfielders now, have they? Kuzvilevsky's injured, Rich Allison's injured, Son's injured. They're left with Lucas Moore. Perisic might get in up on, on left wing now. I was actually going to say, if you had Perisic, there's a strong chance he'll play in the front three right. this weekend, which, you know, you've, so you have a defender who gets six points for a goal playing in the front three. So, like, if you have him, stick him, even though it's Liverpool, I'd stick him in my team. I'd hope for the best. Mm. Just, just to throw an extra thing in there and an extra feather in there to bring his cap. If you look at, if you're someone to look at effective ownership, you know, if you're considering, well, you know, these players aren't going to get me anywhere because everyone's got them. De Bruyne's effective ownership right now, thirty-five percent in the game. Sure, that's going to go up this week. A lot of people are going to be eyeing this move up, but to put that into context, Salah's on forty-three. Yeah. So, like, he's a more of a differential than uh, than Salah is at uh, at this point in the season. So, and a, a lot of people won't want to make the minus four. This, like a lot of the content creators that I've been listening to say, like, don't take hits this close to the end of the season. It's not worth it. Save your points. But, you know, and the other benefit to De Bruyne is if Haaland is ruled out, he's by far the best captaincy option this week. Like, aside from City players, the captaincy option, we will look at it later on, I'm sure we bring the fixtures up. The captaincy yeah. options this week are very, very slim. It's, it's There's no outstanding option. And I think the next best one in the game is KDB, you know, and if you take a minus four for him, but you captain him, you make your points back pretty quickly, you know. So I, I, there's I'd a lot of pros to it. <laughs> might make a deal. I might make the transfer now. You told me to <laughs> get my phone up. Be like, you know, know, I was speaking as well. We like with captain options apart from De Bruyne. It was Kieran Trippier against yeah. Southampton. Way that's yeah. a that's a good good solid one. Mm. On money where our mouth is. Um, the only other uh, yeah comparison you've uh, thrown up, uh, James. You would have mentioned uh, Samaka before, and uh, I'll make Callum Wilson. Um, yeah, it's uh, looking quite tight between those two, and I think a lot of people are going to be in that market, aren't they? With yeah. with Tony out, uh, with Mitrovic having City away, people are going to want to strike. And that's that's the other thing for me. If I, if I make that move, De Bruyne, Salah, and then moving all those pieces, I'll end up spending a minus four to fix my strike situation because I'm. I'm not fancying starting Mitrovic away to City, although he could squeeze one. And Tony's out, so yeah, yeah. Wilson and uh, Wilson's uh, cheaper of all my options, and yeah, I'm really uh, considered there uh, Schumacher. Yeah, that's that, that's why I kind of thought of these two putting them up because I, I think there'll be a lot of people wanting to move on either Tony or Mitrovic or both for the reasons you said, Benno. Um, and Schumacher. I was I was kind of mapping my plans out two or three weeks ago, and I kind of had earmarked Mitrovic to Skamaka for this week. But uh, I, I watched the United game on Sunday, and he was very poor. Um, could have been sent off, actually. Um, and he got hauled off 
at 65 minutes. And the, the, that's the, the big issue with Skamaka is they have Antonio on the bench and like um, David Boyes loves Antonio. So, you know, he, he whoever starts out of those two gets an hour and then the other guy gets 30 minutes, 25, 30 minutes each time. And that's the problem with Skamaka. His minutes aren't going to be brilliant, you know. And I, I kind of, when I saw the United game, I kind of shied away from Skamaka a little bit. Um, if I don't do that minus four, I think my move will be Mitrovic to Wilson. I just think safe, solid move. You're buying a very, very good striker who's in form, tr- great track record in the game, couple of nice fixtures, playing for a team that's really good. Mm-hmm. It's I think mo- I think a lot of people already who own Tony have already made that move. I think Wilson's ownership has gone up quite a lot. I think he's the most bought-in player, I think, of the week I saw somewhere. So, yeah. yeah, I think either of those, Tony or Mitrovic to Wilson, will be a very common and sense. Like, you know, they say make the obvious moves, you know, mm. pick the weak spot in your team for the week. I think mm. bringing in Wilson, you know, he's he's got the bit between his teeth at the moment. I think he would love to get on that plane to Qatar as well. That's the other thing. They're, they're, they were talking him up on Match of the Day an awful lot about being the next best striker option behind Kane. So he has a reason to kind of really try hard in the next few weeks, whereas there's a lot of people who might be already on the plane who might be taking it easy for worry of getting an injury. He's a guy who's going to be going hell for leather. Um, and if you look at the stats there, like he's well cleared of Skamaka in most of the important kind of um, stats, you know, expected points, expected goals, big chances. Wilson scores tap-ins, basically. Most of his goals are easy finishes, but that's not a bad thing for FBL because that's a really reproducible, reliable source of goals. You know, like you would much rather the player who scores a tap-in than the guy who's scoring from 30 yards because tap-ins are <laughs> something you can do on a regular basis, whereas shots from that far out happen once in a blue moon, you know. So I just yeah. think if you're looking for a steady, solid transfer, one of your two strikers who's on four yellows to Wilson, nothing at all wrong with us. So the only thing stopping me is that that barrier of only being allowed on three Newcastle because it's him yeah. or Almer for me. That's yeah. the other, other comparison point. But yeah, he he's, again seems a no brainer for the last two weeks. But mm. yeah, there's, a, there's an argument for Skamaka as well. I've seen people go in other places, but yeah, there's nothing else there that excites me really. Yeah. Calvert Lewin is the other one, and then a lot of people who don't have Jesus are going from Mitrovic or Tony back onto Jesus. But the yellow cards is the other thing Jesus is on four. Kane is on four as well, actually, if people are thinking of bringing him in. Just bear in mind, he's on four yellows as well. So, you know, that's the other thing that people have to remember. What about if you could bring in one of Wilson or Almiron, which would you bring in? If, if you had two, say most people have two Newcastle already and they desperately want to get in on the attack, would you go Wilson or Almiron if you had the choice? I w- if it's just one for one, Almiron. But <laughs> those figures you just gave us for uh, for Rashford and just the idea that I, I could this week will bring in De Bruyne, Rashford, and Wilson. That combination suits me better. One for one, though, I think it'd be Almiron if uh, hmm. if I had to pick between the two. Don't know about you, Andy. I think what you just said then sounds like a good option. Rashford would very much be that um, alternative to. Everyone else who, who wants to just bring in Almer on, yeah. mm. like I said, like Trossard again, a be a mm. be an option. Yeah, um, he's still like six point nine. Now, how much money have you got left, Ben? Or now, have you got any like free transfers? I've got eight. I will go to the teams in a sec, but I've got 
two two free transfers, and I think Ooh. just about money, much money, enough money to do it. We'll have a pipe. We'll see. I'll bring my team up live. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll see if it's possible or uh, or not possible. Let's uh, let's do that live. And yeah, we mentioned captaincy as well. We might as well uh, talk uh, talk both there. This is uh, this your lot, but we got a fun here between here, isn't it, uh, uh, Jamesy? Um, oh, that's my team. Yeah, yeah. Captaincy is sitting on uh, on Harland at the. Uh, at the minute, is that the way you're uh, you're looking to go? Will your moves inform that? Um, yeah, what's the, uh, yeah. What's the okay. okay. There were there was pictures there was pictures on Twitter today of of Holland taking part in training. So I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to start. I think he's going to be fit. He's going to start. So if he starts, Fulham at home. Mm. You don't have him, Andy. <laughs> is that why you're making faces? <laughs> I don't have him anymore. No. Oh, but that was the thing. So you, That's when you got right. rid of him, were you saying in your head, "I'll just get him back next week," or were you kind no, of yeah. hoping? Were you hoping he'd be out for a few weeks, and that was your kind of rationale? Or... I think, I think, I think my thinking is um, that he'll probably just come off the bench like this week, and he'll be back for the final week. That's when I could probably get him, get him back. But yeah, so seeing them pictures today, I was like, oh crap. <laughs> I tell you, Andy, not, not having him is a, is a painful experience for a game week. I tell you, I've got three Man City players with Fold and De Bruyne and um, and Edison, so, and they're all points points getters when they are on the on the pitch. So he just he's just a wait, it's a thing of wait and see. And so who are you got? Like that's the interesting. You have the biggest dilemma. I I presume you're just Captain Holland as well. Better, yeah. <laughs> Think so, yeah. I, uh, it's going to depend. I want more news. It was yeah. almost well, bad if, news. If you knew he'd trainer. start, would you captain him? Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, because like you said before, look at just even looking at your team, there would be other options there. You know, well, that's, that's the dilemma Arsenal Andy has. Team. Like, who does he captain now? Because he doesn't yeah. have Holland. So, who are you going to go for, Andy? No um, I captained um, Kevin De Bruyne. Oh, you've KDB. Ah, right. Well, then, yeah, that's yeah. he's he's the next. I think if, if you, yeah, that's the, 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 the next best option. Yeah, the thing is, like Chelsea and Arsenal are playing each other. Tottenham and Liverpool yeah. are playing each other. So it yeah. rules out of, like the big sides and the only ones who've got easy games. You would say on paper, uh, Newcastle and City and you, City at home as ever. I always say they'll always score more than three goals at home. And Fulham are ropey. It's such a ridiculous record what they've got of like three or more goals. Mm. Get your money on over three and a half goals on the betting side. (laughs) (laughs) Fulham games are always high scoring anyway. Like when they win, it's always like 3-2. It's never 3-0 or 1-0. It's always score more than the opposition. Like So like if City get an, an early couple of goals in this... You, you better hide behind your couch, Andy, because it could get very scary for you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> old, old, old crap, Holland's coming off the bench for about two. <laughs> He's like, uh, it's Poochie in the Simpsons, isn't it? Even when Harland's not playing, we're talking about Harland. It's just like every decision we're making. He crashed the website when he wasn't playing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Fucker, I, I, he broke the game. I, like I was going to say then, like I, the thing about it is, like seeing that, you know, seeing that he's in training again, presumably, like that's almost bad news. Like when I knew he was out, it was like, okay, I know what I'm doing now. Now that there's that bit of doubt, uh, I don't know. I think, but I think you know, it just any chance he plays, you captain him and you. It just takes you back to that first week, doesn't it, with um, Harland, Arcane, and, and the week before with the Charity Shield and Harland mm. didn't have a great game, putting 
doubt in your head, like, oh, I'll leave him out. And then he scored two and Kane did bugger all. So, yeah. you, you think once you've been burnt once, you don't get, don't want to get burnt again by him because he's, yeah, I think he said he's, he's brought the game. <laughs> it's the same logic as last week, isn't it? It's like, you know, I'm sure you were thinking of James, you, you know, if, if you captain him, even if he's on the bench, he's not coming on against Fulham. They're not going to be losing 4 0 to Fulham and they need a goal from Haaland. Yeah. He's either going to play and score four or he's not going to play at all and it'll go to your vice. Like it's it's pretty much a no brainer. Or he has it like he has it in him to score two or three in thirty minutes. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go you know, like Pep yeah. actually likes to keep players ticking over as well. Like he he will do like the other night he they were winning in a nothing match in Europe, they were two or three up. And he brought De Bruyne on anyway. So I, I, his kind of way of keeping players is he likes to keep them ticking over and giving them a little bit of minutes. So like they could be three up against Fulham and he could bring them on and he'll come on mad for goals. He'll be kind of feeling like I've lost out on two or three games here. I wanted to set records here. You know, I'm going to remind everyone why I'm Erling Haaland, you know. So like, you know, it, it wouldn't work. If you said to me, he'll get 30 minutes I'd probably still captain him, to be honest with you, because what he oh, can do in 30 nice. minutes when a game is opened up against a team that's wrecked, because you, you, you well, the way City play, you spend you spend an hour chasing them around the pitch, they wear you out, spaces open up, and then you bring him onto the pitch. Hmm. I'd, I'd, if you said to me he's guaranteed 30 minutes, I'd probably still captain him, because the damage he can do in those 30 minutes is phenomenal, like, you know? I think that's the call. I think mean, that's the call with him. But yeah, it's uh, he's yeah, he's the main character in FPL. That's just what it is. We're all gonna kind of uh, take that go forward. But what have you got your team up, Andy? Any other uh, moves you've made so far, or anything? I noticed it's not uh, well. I'm saying that like Charles on your bench now. Cody's coming to the start in eleven. Um, no, this week. Yeah, no, so they've got rid of Zaha, put Trossard in. They've got they've, like, they've got Wolves, so hopefully, mm. hopefully he does turn up for me, like, unlike mm. he did last time. Uh, De Bruyne has come in now, Salah's gone out. Um, they're, they're the only two moves at the moment, but obviously, you know, like, mm. last week, like last week, there was that Ireland news, and it's like, oh, crap, I've got to take an... Well, I didn't have to take another minus four, but, I, <laughs> but he was just <laughs> had to take one. The voices in my head told me. <laughs> no, but the, the thing the thing was last week. A lot of them big teams had like quite you know nice fixtures. Nice games, on, yeah, it was a nice week. Yeah, yeah. yeah Kane against Bournemouth. That's um, probably a good good option to put in. But uh, yeah, only only doing the minus four. Shame that Charles <laughs> on squad. Charles on the bench, but as James said earlier, it's just nice. I could, well, put Cody in, in his mm-hmm. place. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, just see. I'll probably see move him up above Gomez in your subs, just in case, you know, because if he does play on the off chance, it's Southampton away, isn't it? Like, you yeah. probably want to play. I, I don't think Gomez will start. I, I think Kanate played in Europe beside Van Dijk on Tuesday night. So, yeah, I'd, I think I, I'd stick Gomez third. Yeah, I definitely would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the shelf. But yeah, back to you, to your lot, Jamesy. Yeah, was there uh, anything else you were thinking? Obviously, if uh, De Bruyne potentially coming in there for yeah, any other moves you were uh, you thinking of making? Uh, Nico, yeah, third the... sub, interesting. Um, would you not? Say that uh, again, Nico, Nico Williams, first third sub. <coughs> if he plays, yeah, Brentford haven't got Tony. Yeah, the the problem is, I, I can't be sure Nico Williams starts anymore. Like he yeah. he was dropped. He's in and out and in and out and that kind of thing. He's been playing left back. 
Aurier has kind of taken over his slot at right back. And now they have that guy, Renan Lodi, back playing left back. So at the moment, I don't think Neko Williams is first choice for them. Um, I did take Ben White. I'm still kind of a bit humming and hawing. Brighton have, like, if there was to be one nil all draw in the game week this week, you would have to say Brighton against Wolves might be it. Two kind of goal shy teams. So I think Junk is a better pick for this week than Ben White playing Chelsea away. Uh, Andreas has City away, so I'm happy to bench him. My my transfers are either the safe bet of Mitrovic to probably Wilson. That's the safe, not take a mm-hmm. hit bet. Um, and I have played really safe and disciplined all season, so I am kind of itching to do something a little bit more risky. And mm-hmm. yeah, like I may have talked myself into Salah and Foden out, Kevin De Bruyne in plus one more. I would have enough in that. I have a bit in the bank, I have a million in the bank. So I could probably, to replace Foden, get any of the eight million guys. So I'd have keep, a look at those. Wealth? Are you keeping wealth in, James? Uh, I, I see. I see if, if I do that deal, I'll have to get rid of Foden because um, I'd have four man city. And right. the real one I, I want, KDB, that's the one I want. And yeah. the only way to get him in is to get rid of Foden. So it would, it would mean another stay of execution for Wilf. Like, it looks like Wilf's going to make it to the World Cup at this point. I would say Crystal Palace, though. I, I don't know if they've got two aways now, but their away form is shocking compared yeah. to, it's, to their it, home. It's, it's, yeah, it's two nice fixtures, but I think it is two aways. Yeah, it's, it, it's West Ham and it's... Um, it's not Everton. It's someone. It's someone from Loda. Maybe Wolves actually could be Wolves. But yeah, yeah. Like uh, yeah, I, I, Wolf is probably going to survive again because there's other things I want to do. But yeah, that's my choice. The, the minus four, getting rid of Salah for KDB, or else boring old Mitrovic to Wilson. So we'll mm. we'll see. We'll see and keep an eye on the Holland news as well and see if we kind of or, or any other injuries that might crop up. You know. Definitely, and yeah, for me, I'm in the same boat. I think you've talked me into it, Jamesy, on this very <laughs> podcast. Um, De Bruyne are in for Salah, Foden out for for Rashford. I just double double checked, but more than I'd, I'd still have more than a million left in the bank if I make that move. And yeah, Tony the, can uh, yeah, can like become Wilson too. Have a look at the other guys around the seven million. Like you know, there may be other more expensive ones that you could you could go for as well, you know, but yeah. I'll have 1.6 million in the bench, in the bank and bracket 6.7. So still so, could go someone in that seven and a half range, but I don't know. Six uh, you could go, you could get anyone up as far as 8.3 then, could you? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I could actually, yeah. Better so, yeah. so someone like Matt, like I quite fancy Madison. Hmm. I don't quite have enough to get there. I fancy hmm. Madison in those last two games. I just think he's... A good attacking team, a team that's improving, like he's at the centre of everything that team does. You know, he takes he wants to go to the World Cup. Yeah, he's got the bit between his teeth. I think he's a nice alternative. If you don't want to go Rashford or Almiron, I think Madison is, and he's very like his ownership is quite low, so you'd have a very nice differential there as well. Harvey Barnes as well for Leicester. Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah. like him as an attacking the, the only point I'll make on the captaincy point, and we talked it talked it then, but it has occurred to me if I do get the Bruyne in, as much as it feels, ah, if Harlem pays 20 minutes captain, 
I'm sat there looking at my team going, De Bruyne's going to play 90 minutes, Haaland's mm. going to play 20. That's a hard thing. You know, it's Haaland versus anyone else in the game, that's a different conversation. But De Bruyne in that same game as a midfielder. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I might have a bit, uh, bit more yeah. of a conversation. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to be news-dependent. We'll see where we are, what percentage uh, yeah. confidence we have in, uh, in Haaland playing. But, yeah, that kind of uh, brings us to the end of, uh, of our teams. But uh, we can uh, now uh, get into the uh, into the draft and to uh, help us go through the draft. We've got a, a surprise guest uh, coming to uh, to join us. He's uh, retired from regular FPL. He's only a, a draft player these days. I've just been in, in backstage for the last 10 minutes listening to Diego for your team and that day. I don't think I've well... You know what? It's them early days, weren't it, where I didn't... I still haven't got a clue, really. But early on, I didn't. And it's, it's too far behind to play catch-up now, James. There's no way... I can Get his team up, I know. Get his team up. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put you on blast here, mate. It's, uh, I don't it's know if it'll be one team, Beno. Oh, look at that. You're, you're actually not bottom. Yeah, I'll bring it up. Uh, I'm surprised in that. You know, at least, at least in our uh, little uh, contributors league, which we've uh, we've still got you in, you might get relegated from. Yeah, let me uh, let me zoom in. So yeah, there you are, uh, the Bushby's babes. Unfortunately, still uh, still propping up the uh, the bottom there. The business on uh, four fourteen fifty three points. That's pretty much in line with the average this week, Matt. It's a good week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not like too bad. I have no idea who that is on your bench. Good team. Looks <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who's not who? Shaw's took his place. Oh, I've swapped yeah. um, I've swapped Wilson for Tony this week though. I've definitely done that transfer. Okay. And yeah. who else have I brought in there? I think I got rid of one of my subs. I think I got rid of my last year off the bench for another defense. I can't remember who it was now, but I've definitely got Wilson in because obviously Tony can't play this weekend. Mm. Hmm. I'll just pretend you made that decision in the last 10 minutes listening to uh, James. <laughs> no, I definitely already <laughs> done that for you, straight out. <laughs> I but tried to get on It's all right. It's, it's, I know, it's just what I'm saying. We're it's talking about bringing Rashford in, he's sitting there. Yeah, yeah. I've had Rashford since day one, really. It's, honestly, it's the, early, the early weeks were just so bad. I've actually done all right recently. I think, I don't know, you could probably correct me there, but I think like I've done okay, but there's a couple of weeks where it's been really bad, though, boys. I, I, I haven't had Haaland at all in this one, you see. I've had him in my draft, but I've never had him in this one. Matty's time to shine. That's what it is. If he's not, a, ah, not playing this Not having Haaland has just killed you, basically. Like yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's what it is, James. Ah, definitely. Yeah, like that's, that's a real rank killer. Like that's, why, why don't we... Um, Kane and just get him. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> why, why don't we say, Matty, all right, this part, you know, at this point, Haaland's a doubt. He might not play this week. This part of the season's done. I reckon for the second half of the season, your motivation should be beating Martin. You and Martin should be having a race to not yeah. finish. Actually, you have to have someone to aim for. Yeah. yeah. How far am I behind next place, Benno, above, uh, above me? So behind Martin, you are... So you're above Martin, so 633 to 586. Will's not far ahead, 655 in the uh, in the main league. Andy's not um, too far ahead. 50 points is... is Point you could make up. A couple of weeks, isn't it? it? That really. Yeah, it's a couple yeah, of weeks. Couple of, couple of wild picks, coming yeah. on next week to get some tips. Mm, so you that's know. it. Yeah, we're going to be chatting. Nice. <laughs> no, yeah, do you want to ask the experts, Matthew? Do you want any tips while you're here? Do, 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 do we do, Can I be know, honest with you? Help, I still, James, he's told me in depth when we done like the draft and stuff. 
I just don't know these, uh, you know, the wild cards and your, your free chips and all that. I just don't get it. I don't understand it, Ben. It's so, I just watch footy to watch footy. I don't understand these rules. I really don't. <laughs> that's why you're more of a draft player. That's all it is. Yeah. That's, uh, that's why it suits you. But we'll bring up the draft because uh, I know why you're here. Because um, you're doing all right in that one. Um, it's not no, I was, I know, but I've lost, I've lost him. Um, since Haaland, last week I lost last week definitely, and I threw the towel in the midweek game where City and Arsenal were play, weren't playing, so I had to throw the towel in that week as well. Oh wow! Yeah, mankind, mankind stole in your urn. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah, that, that gave me. <laughs> Haaland is your urn, and mankind's coming stolen it on you now. You've lost all your powers. <laughs> it, what was it? Karma's burnt it down and made the necklace out of it, and he and it's just out of the same powers anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's a that's a rough grapple derby. That makes twenty four to seventy. Uh, 71 I mean, from Jesus, seventy one is something. Let's look at it. Let's look at the damage. Oh wow, a lot of claret still. Yeah, Harland off. Alvarez not even doing it, and Mesley on the bench as well. So we got you a few more. And, you ain't coming here, out there, way you're not in your two. I've swapped. I've swapped. I swapped them each week, and I've been quite successful. So I will put Mesley back in this week because I think we'll get a goal against Tottenham, mm-hmm. but. Um, I want to say, Ben, it's just, when Haaland's there, I've got a chance. Genuinely, I've got a chance every week. That's when I'm doing well. <laughs> so, he could have got 50 points this week and Gareth would still have beat you. So. <laughs> I know, true. Yeah, you've bench. got a lot to do about that. <laughs> the bench, yeah. I've got, got a, a solid one. I've got Connor this week, haven't I? Mm. Connor, yeah, it's Connor this week. You have to beat Connor it, for I'll, I'll try and be damned this, James, especially for you, I, I, I'm in a serious relegation battle, Matty. I'm in, I'm in big trouble. I'm going to lose my place in Oof. the league. I need you I need you oh, to beat Boston. Connor for me. Rock bottom. I didn't realise that. Ah. Is it the top two go down, Benno? Is that what it is? Bottom the two bottom go two, down, sorry. Yeah. Bottom two go down, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Every time we say that, we're all regretting it because James is in the mix and I'm honestly not that far ahead. <laughs> but, hey, ruthless. We've got to be. Uh, we've got to ah, be yeah. Yeah, no, fair is fair. Yeah. Rules are rules. We sell it is, but as we say every week, it is really unfair because yeah, you're on five hundred and nine. <laughs> people in the fucking thing. It's ridiculous. That it doesn't make sense, does it? What a start! What a start! <laughs> I just uh, keep losing by three or four points every single week. Look at that, though, boys. From fourth to mm. what ninth is so clustered, isn't it? Like one win, and like you know, it's all just fucking everyone beating each other there, aren't they? And the well, top three is that's a good race. That's like there's nothing in that. Yeah, I think that's Eddie it now. The top three. Eddie's someone we're definitely going to get out at some point. Jordan is hope he was going to join us this week, but hopefully he's going to be uh, with 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 Martin next week. So basically, top and bottom of uh, the two different leagues uh, joining. Jordan's got a quite a uh, a race going on there with Gareth. That's a good head to head with mm. them too. And we were saying last week, Matty, like Jordan's like I think he's he's he's. He's playing mind games, like he's beating people by like two to three points every week. He's like he's squeaked, like like we said last time. He's got less points than loads five. of people. He's got less, less points than you, James. <laughs> 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 it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Look at the draw. Gareth was saying to us about his team six hundred and five points. That's better than some teams in the um <laughs> There's Will Knight. Uh, is he there? So he's on the same as us, is he? Okay. Same as you in the mix. But the other big game from uh, from this week, me and uh, me and Andy, fifty to fifty three. Andy, that's I don't want to. I don't want to say it, but I I do feel a little bit like you know 
you know, that Fabianski... Uh, the trade! That trade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. What was the trade again, Benno? I, I gave him... Uh, I gave him Fabianski <laughs> and uh, Luis Diaz to, to go on his bench. And I got Saka and Neto. So yeah. I and think Fabianski does his hamstring then in the first game he plays. <laughs> yeah, one point. Uh-huh. And I think uh, so. If you play, if you didn't have Fabianski, you'd have played Mendy. So that's an extra point for you. Extra as he's not put you on fifty-one. Uh, and then if you one. look at, and then if you look at my team, I'm on fifty-three. You take Saka off the equation. Who are yeah. playing and catch you? That's another three. You'd have beat me by one point. It was. It was. Yeah, <laughs> Pascal Gross who come in off your bench because Danny Danny yeah. Welch play. Uh, honestly, yeah. honestly sun, Sunday evening, uh, take take a word out of Matty's mouth. I was fuming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my, my score would have beat everyone else apart from like Gareth. Yeah, ridiculous match that were 53 50. Dude, that's a serious that's game. Tight, boys. That is actually, serious yeah, that's game. the top two scores of the game week. Yeah, um, but I mean, other other than that, yeah, you had a great weekend. It's just like, Thomas Party, yeah, um, Martin, obviously, Martinelli have kept in, but uh, mm. oh, done all, done all right there. Defense, that's a good team on paper, attacking wise, yeah. bloody hell, yeah. yeah. So when you, you would when you get Diaz back, yeah, you yeah. you'll actually you'll actually have like benching headaches. You'll have yes, so many good forwards. You'd be like, who the hell am I going to leave out? Boys, can yeah, I ask a question? Does the does the subs count for any points in this? No, and there's that it doesn't, does it? Only no. if they come on. So if you have somebody oh, where who doesn't play and they come on, yeah, that's how it is. Oh, do you? Yeah, do you get points for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they come on, yeah, if they uh, if you you play, you've got someone not playing. Um, in your main team, but yeah, that's a uh, that's a killer for uh, for you, Andy. Yeah, other than that, Matty Gareth, um, Eddie beating Connor, JP, uh, close one there with uh, with Jordan. Jordan might uh, that would that be a big three points for Jordan? That's a big win, huge win. He's had two big wins this season against Jordan and Gareth. Mm. That shows you yeah. anyone could beat anyone any given night, boys. <laughs> I can't beat anyone. <laughs> Rough week for uh, for, for Jordan there. James, yeah, you on the the losing end to uh, to Chris Elliott. What happened with you all that this week? 36. Defence. The defence was brilliant. And then the fucking rest Mm. of them, just nothing. Absolutely nothing. My one hope is that I have Isaac sitting there ready to come on for me after the World Cup. Hopefully he'll... I'm the same with James, Jamesy. I'm going a strong second half of the season with James back, hopefully. Not giving him that's, up. That's my only my only hope now is to do you know the way if, if somebody has a player who got a long term injury but who's a good player and if mm. they get rid of them because I'm so low down I might get a chance yeah, to yeah. get them and then later on in the season I might get a few wins out of that like I have a strong team in ten weeks time kind of that's my that's my tactic yeah. at the moment. It's all <laughs> I can, a month, it's all I can do really. Yeah. You can spend November and December, you know, plot on planning, James. Exactly. Exactly. I wonder what happens actually in the break with the um, you know, the transaction window and the draft. I wonder what will happen there. Will it just be? It'll just be one big window, I suppose, won't it? Until yeah, uh, until it'll just be one up. big. Yeah. It's going to be chaos, though, boys. When it comes back, you've got like Boxing Day fixtures. Then you've got like, is it the thirtieth and then the second? There's a pretty short like span of games in them in that yeah. week when it comes back to so the draft. Like, the, proper. There'll also fixtures. be the January transfer window. 
So some yeah. new oh, names yeah. will come in to be drafted, oh, which is good yeah. as well. For, for for those of us down the bottom, that'll be good if, if some teams may make some moves. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you yeah, it's, my only, it's my only hope. You be like Harry Redknapp, get about five in on load. <laughs> first first guy, round draft picks for Jamesy. Who's that guy he always signed? Um, Cranchar. Cranchar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get him in be grand <laughs> uh, well next week yeah it's uh, me against Will uh, Lynn against Jamesy there we go we can chat about that one next oh, week that'll be, a, that'll be a fun one Chris Elliott JP Jordan Eddie Connor Matthews as we said and yeah you've got Grapple Gareth Andy tough one that Connor will be uh, Jordan will be that's a tough one Andy that like you've got to do some to, to claw it back, mate. We're pu- I'm pulling for you there. I love Gareth, but I'm pulling for you there, mate. No chips. That's the thing, Andy. You're at a disadvantage yeah. in the draft. <laughs> <laughs> He's always okay. a big mover in the transaction, so you'll obviously Andy yeah. with three or four moves. Yeah, I've got about five proposed ones in already, so... <laughs> <laughs> that's our one. That's our one and lost, but yeah, that's the, uh, that's the draft and... We will. We'll have a sorry, Matty. We'll have a look at the uh, the overall uh, main league. You'll be even further down on there uh, on this oh, one. I'm, I'm afraid. Yeah. Can you guess who's top? Wasn't it? Um, who was it? Was it you, Jamesy? No. Oh, you no, were up there, no, no, no. Oh, it's our Romanian friend, Dan Duco. We don't yeah. know who he is, Matt. Dan Duco. Sorry, yeah. no idea. Oh, yeah, a, a stage name. We don't, don't think no, he's nobody's, real. Nobody's ever come forward and said, I, 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 I don't know, is he? He's in one league, Benno, that refers to German suplexes. So he must have some, is if you he? look at the league, yeah, if you look at the leagues he's in, oh, uh, oh, the, German, oh, the German suplex league. So he has some oh, interest yeah. in wrestling. Now, it's only I him thought it might else. be you, Benno, on a Bayonet account or something. He'd fucking tell us if it was him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just switched the name already and not told anyone, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's interesting, that, James, because I had been looking and going, he's in. Yeah. I was having a look, so he must have some interest in wrestling. He must be a listener. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, has he found us? He's, he must have has seen anybody searched thinking, the name on Twitter? Yeah, I've searched him on Facebook. I've searched him on Instagram. I can't find him. Where is he? He's off the radar, isn't he? Oh, he's got he's got to walk this thing because he's he's number one in so many of his leagues. But he's he's used he's used his chips, Benno. That's the only thing. He's used his. I think he's used his triple captain and possibly his free hit already. And wow, as well. And he's got like a horse hitting the front early, trying to go for it. (laughs) What he's done. In a race, <laughs> to stay on. He's been heavy on the whip. Uh, Matt, in fairness, another circuit of the track to go. But oh, exactly, exactly, mate. <laughs> if, you go into the, if you go into the overall, I, was, I heard someone talking about this. The world number one, um, this uh, this come on the pegs. Um, he's, uh, I think he's done the same thing. He's used all his chips as well, and he's uh, overall one one. So yeah, you know, we've. Uh, you know, it, it may it may be uh, the oh, strategy nice. that uh, we should all go for. So yeah, there you go. Got an Irishman there, uh, top of the overall. United. Well, I'm going to use one of my chips next week, Ben. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to use one of them. Oh, should I wait till after the World Cup? Have we used nothing? Wait, Matty. Oh, we still got his wild card though. You still got a wild card? What's that, Ben? Oh, yeah, yes. he's still got a wild card. <laughs> if you're asking oh, what's that, you have a wild card, yes. <laughs> so you, you can change your entire, you have unlimited, free, if you play your wild card, yeah. for one week you'll have unlimited free transfers. You can change your whole team. Mm. To the best, but, obviously, uh, all, all players, 11 best players. Yeah. 
15. Yeah, you, you have your budget, like, so obviously you have to spend yeah. under your budget. But, oh, um, right, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. you can bring, you could, like, you know the way, otherwise, if you take transfers, it's minus four, minus eight. You can take any amount you want without losing points. Yeah. Okay, so and then it goes back to the team before it, after the no, next No, 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 yeah. it, it, that'll be your team then for good. All oh, right. So you, can, oh, you can permanently okay. change your team. And you should use it either this week or next week because you, you, you'll you lose it then. Once the World Cup starts, it'll be gone. Jamesy, thank you. Anymore. I'll use it go. next week probably because I want Haaland to be fit. Because I'm going to wait to Haaland. I've got to get Haaland in, haven't I, to, 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 you know, to make a difference. But no, nice one. I'll definitely use it next say... week. Don't worry about your other chips because, like, like, like James, you said that you what you get two wild cards this season. You normally it's only yeah. one, so you've had one to use this half of the season. So in an ideal world, you'd have used it like six weeks ago to just reset your team. But now right. if you still got it now. It is going to it is going to go in the Christmas window. So yeah, so use it this I might as well just use it regardless. Yeah, okay, okay. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah. But also, out. you could you could have two really good weeks as well if you because you yeah. you, you can you can literally focus on the fixtures. You don't have to think I'll buy this guy and he'll get me loads of goals for the rest of the season. You're going to get another wild card during the World Cup. Do you know what I mean? Right. So you get another chance yeah. to change your team again. So you literally just focus, focus on these focus two fixtures. on the fixtures for the next two weeks. Pick the players who have the best fixtures for those two weeks, and you yeah. could make massive gains. You might catch up with Bushby. You never know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, nice one, boys. Yeah, but... I'll do that next week, hundred percent, or yeah, maybe yeah, tomorrow. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And then, yeah, second half of the season, we'll go through triple captain bench. We yeah, the yeah, but for, save uh, the rest so of them because you can really next use Next time them I'm well. on them, properly after, going into after the second half, explain them others to me and I'll write it down so I know when to use them. So. <laughs> In a pen? What year is this? <laughs> I'll <laughs> pen actually use a pen, but oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, going back to the uh, to the grapple league, yeah, Dan Zucker, the, uh, the Romanian, still sits at the top. So, yeah, maybe... <laughs> maybe <laughs> Maybe not the uh, the hooky pick I thought he was. I just thought he was going to be some uh, some random Romanian who's joined our league. But maybe he is a listener. Maybe he is out there. Doing well, Jamesy though. But yeah, Jamesy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very happy. We made man Ben Adamski. He's up there, legend. He's there. Yeah, we were saying that he's having a cracking season. But trying to talk him into into coming on. We won't add him to the the grapple FPL. League though, because it'll just make us all look bad. But he's uh, he's looking great in the uh, in the main league there. But yeah, Jamesy, you're in, in the mix. Another uh, another green arrow uh, for you. Uh, I see Jordan's uh, had a bit of a red arrow this week, which is uh, which is unlike him. Any cooler hands uh, knocking about this? There's uh, JP's Tommy. There's Tommy, twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah, Matt Salter's uh, climbing the league there as well. Our man Neil, thirty fourth. Yeah, there's JP forty first. JP's having a sneaky good little season there. Don yeah, Bell. Oh, yeah, Don Bell's doing it. Doing well there, 44. Where's Gareth? Uh, uh, he's so low you couldn't see him on the first page. He's he's not that's why he didn't turn up tonight, <laughs> it, you know? He's, uh, he's, he stopped coming on the podcast when it all started going wrong, basically. <laughs> he was going to come on tonight, to be fair to him, but uh, I don't know. He's, uh, he's hiding is what he's doing, Matty. He's, uh, he's hiding from me. <laughs> The inspection of his uh, of his team, but yeah, the, the bottom's always the uh, the fun bit. Let's see. Oh, I'm uh, there. I'm there. Yeah, proper no. rocks finisher, aren't I? I'm down there, like. No, it's a better palace. Still bottom. Yeah, uh, you're not. Uh, I don't think you're in the mix. He's, there, he's given up that guy. Has he? Four eighty five. There I am, Benno. Yeah, one hundred fifty four. Yeah, there's you. Yeah, Martin. In the overall league, yeah, Martin's uh, not having uh, the best of times either. Martin's uh, fourth from bottom. 
in the overall. So yeah, when we get him on, we'll be giving him a token to uh, hopefully uh, next week. So yeah, maybe uh, we can pass some of uh, some of yours and, uh, and Jordan's knowledge on to uh, Martin next week, Jamesy. But yeah, that's uh, he's kind of the uh, of all of all lot kind of doing the worst. Uh, Jordan Varley not doing too well either. Uh, Matty, you're in danger there, mate. We need to uh, yeah get that wild card on the goat. Can't have you in those. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start listening to your boys definitely a million percent. Like, <laughs> good man, good man. I need to get off that table. <laughs> That's it. Well, yeah, only the uh, the two game weeks to go, lads. Yeah, we got uh, this one coming up, and then we'll have the uh, the big podcast uh, next week to uh, to preview the final game week of this half of the season. But plenty still to uh, to play for, lads. But yeah. I think that's it. Pretty much it, is it? As far as I think you get to say. Crystal and I hopefully are back with us next week. As I say, Martin um, should be joining us. Jordan um, should be joining us. But in the meantime, and it's a plug, lads. Matty, anything you want to throw out? Uh, no, I've just yeah, just literally finished recording the uh, must-see matches uh, with Kieran and Mark. They're doing Hell in, the first ever Hell in the Cell match with uh, Shawn Michaels and Undertaker, and that was great. Like, oh, great I think that's coming out next on Monday, so... Uh, oh, well, yeah. that's a great podcast. Yeah, yeah good yeah. stuff. Oh, he is, yeah, very, you know, love it. Love it, Jamesy. Brilliant. They, yeah, they yeah. do good work, the lads. They do. Brilliant. And for you, Jamesy? No, um, next week on the show, we'll have the first half of the season, the Troll 11. The 11 players oh, that, have broken, that, have broken, <laughs> that have broken our hearts this season. I'll, I'll try and do up a nice graphic and get them up on the screen nicely. and we'll Love we'll, that. We'll talk them through and... Talk who broke our hearts and yeah, it's competition is is heavy now. I, I have about fifteen names so far, so I have to try to. There are people who could still get on now if if Foden gets dropped again now this week. He's fucking captain of that team at this point. <laughs> Triple captain, mate. Triple captain, exactly. <laughs> oh, look forward to that. It's a great feature. Yeah, we'll do that. Talk. My Twitter at Jamesy underscore twenty fifteen, but that's that's about it. Yeah. Good man, and Andy, I know you've been up to lots. I know you had the poll, didn't you, for uh, the next. Uh, GCP uh, podcast you're going to be doing over there. Go to Dandy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, go through the book. Yeah, so we're doing a TNA 2005 next year. So it's um, an absolute good year of... Uh, that would uh, be good, yeah. Not yeah. WWE 2000. Uh, but you can uh, follow us on Twitter, Oggie Part 3. Currently got a, a nice thread up on there of Chris Jericho looking like Jim <laughs> David. It's amazing. <laughs> It's amazing, Andy, you know, seriously. It's fantastic. <laughs> Just keeps fantastic. getting better. <laughs> well, it was a great addition to that today. I enjoyed that. But, uh, yeah, definitely uh, check that out if you haven't already. But, yeah, we'll be back uh, next week to say Crystal and A joining us. We should have uh, Martin and jo- Jordan joining us. So, yeah, family, uh, family affair uh, next week to, uh, to take us in to the final game week of the season. So, yeah, good luck, folks. Keep an eye on those Harlem uh, trading photos, and we will see you again next week. Zaha. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Al. <laughs>